Hello. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hello and good night. Welcome to Hello Dysfunction with Potterfria and Crystal. This is episode 129. Jesus Christ. It's hot. And I have on a hoodie and I need to take it off. And I have a shirt on that says Happy Pills. And it's a pill bottle, prescription pill bottle, <laughs> spilling raccoons out. <laughs> I said, Where did you get this fucking shirt? These are my happy pills. It's not. Can you sing or something while I take my sweatshirt off, please? I'm going to tell you guys um, about Chance. So our rescue. That's the other dog, right? (sighs) Sorry. There's a thunderstorm in here right (laughs) now, you guys. (laughs) So uh, earlier last week, I'm lying, the end of last week, Friday, I took our rescue. Mark and I drove our rescue pup, uh, Chance, the one with the big old ears, um, to his forever home. Uh, we met them um, in Fairfield, and um, Did you cry? I only cried once. You know, the first one I cried like five times. Yeah. So I cried once. You had that one in much front longer, right? Yeah, the first one. And I really wanted to keep Chance because he attached to me Aww. so much, so that when we uh, brought him to meet his potential new family I couldn't get out of the car with him Mark had to do it because he has tried to bite multiple people and growls wow over me like a good protector so they they were in love with him before they met him but then when they met him they fell in love with him so while Mark was talking to her husband she came over and was talking to me and you know I was just telling her about his personality and his little characteristics and quirks and shit and I was like He's very quick with his tongue, and he's going to try and shove it down your throat. And she, Wait, what? Yeah, he likes to lick. But for real, he'll try and put tongue it in your mouth. you? Yeah, he tries to, and it's gross. Very so, weird. No, we're so, not doing that. So I was warning her, like, he's hella quick, like a little lizard with it. And she, and I thought she was going to be like, oh, my God, that's so gross. Or what? She yeah. was like, that's totally fine. I already love him so much. Ooh. And I was like, this is the home for him. I guess so, because I'd this be like, strap him back in your car. You could keep him. But, um... Yeah, it, just seeing how much they were in love with him and yeah. telling us about the stuff they had bought and the setup and everything, it felt really good, you know. That's cute. That that was his forever home. So <clears throat> her and I had been texting back and forth on the way home. Um, and Did I, you let her text you first? So listen. So she was texting me first. Mm-hmm. And I was responding. Don't harass that woman. And Mark goes, listen. You're not allowed to contact her unless she texts you first. Good. I was just going to say the same thing. And I was like, you're not the fucking boss of me. I'll fucking drop you off on the side of Highway 80. No, you need to let them bond. I didn't text her anymore that night. I texted her the next morning and I just said, "Um, don't mean to bother you. I just wanted to see how the first night went. And she was great. She was like, she sent me a bunch of pictures and she was like, we love him so much and blah, blah, blah. Mm hmm. And I haven't texted her again. So all of you should be proud of me that I haven't called her or requested yeah. a FaceTime. 
so it's I could hard. do a visual. It's hard. Like the home that Dottie went to, you know, she was just out of the kindness of her heart yes. sending me videos. And cause I was really crying when, yeah. when she left. So she sent me videos and like kept up with texting me for like maybe three weeks or something, Aww. but then it stopped. Like it's going to stop. Yeah. And I was just now I'm still so upset about it that like, um, I want to know how she's doing mm-hmm. and see how much bigger she got and stuff. But at the same time, it's going to hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of better that she doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the rescue contacted me and we get a new rescue pup. What is this? This is going to be a every week thing. Yes. I'm a foster mom. What? Who's Who told you to sign up for this shit? I did. Oh, my God. I thought it was like a one and done thing. Mm-mm. Like a favor. <laughs> nope. No, you're like a registered foster parent. I am. So. Oh, my God. So you're just cycling pups in and out of your house, your facility. I am. And, you know, it gets a little easier with each dog. Bitch. It's so hard. You're not, not even a dog person. And that's so I'm weird. not. It's so weird, right? That's why I thought I could foster dogs and just be yeah. fine because unattached. my cats are queen, you know? Yeah. Um, but you do. You become emotionally attached to their little personalities and especially yeah. with Chance because he hell of chose me as his person. Mm-hmm. Um, but the new puppy we're getting, oh my God, it has the saddest backstory. So it's like a shepherd Malinois mix. So it's going to be a big dog, a big fluffy dog. Um, he's kind of fluffy right now. Like a lot of hair. Um, it depends on, I don't know if it takes more after the shepherd. I know that Malinois, usually Do you know are what it looks like? Yeah. I have a photo. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so right now he's kind of fluffy, but he's it's a, a baby. baby. Oh, okay. Um, he's the only surviving one out of. His whole litter and his mother, apparently they were attacked by coyotes, and he's the only one that made it. He's a murder survivor. He, he's a fucking survivor. He has a story to tell. He yes. might have some PTSD. And hello, you're in the right house. Aww. Do you have anxiety? Because I have anxiety. Come lay with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we get him at the end of the week, and... I'm excited to I'm meet I'm over him. it. I'm really fucking over it. <laughs> Beverly came I'm in like, the room. I'm like, can you please stop with the animals? Please stop. <laughs> Beverly came in the room before we started recording and she was like, excuse me, ma'am, get out. Yeah, I don't want It's like you you're hurting your feelings. I'm sorry. I just, I don't want it. And then like She's Bunny baby. keeps begging me for a cat. And then mm. Mona tried to tell me the other day, PP needs a cat. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, she fucking don't. I just don't want to deal with hair. You have to really and animals love and resp- animals I, and I to don't. have them in your home. And I don't. Exactly. So like, the hair, um, the possibility of fleas and the potential for there to be a smell in my house of an animal. I don't want to risk it. I don't. You, you mm-hmm. have to really, really love them. Yeah. In order to. I read a them. post that a friend posted today and it said, if you don't think of like your dog as a family member, don't get one. Right. And, and I was true. like, you're absolutely right. That was a message that I needed to see because, you know, I love Dottie and shit, but like there's limits to my love. And yeah. I think dog owners shouldn't have limits, you know? Exactly. Like I'm never, I would never have been the one to let her like sleep on my bed or like even the couch probably. And, and little things like that yeah like, you shouldn't feel that way right if, if you're a dog owner i i agree with yeah. that i have neighbors and i can hear that who leave their dogs out all night and it fucking i don't like that makes yeah me furious i wouldn't do that or lock them in a garage or something to sleep i wouldn't do that so it's no. like you know she was always in the house yeah, yeah. but like still 
Yeah, I think, the dog, Beverly sleeps in our bed with the cats. Like yeah. I fucking wake up with like six cats and a far. dog on me. I, I was laughing when I found I out that heaven. you sleep with cats on your body on top of you from head to toe yes. like down your like a cat yes a living cat blanket they line they literally lay side by side down me it's so funny that is ridiculous to me i wake up with my back do you hurting. not get hot i don't get hot thank god but my back hurts or yeah. like my fucking plantar fasciitis will start hurting from the way i have to put my feet all that fun <laughs> shit but yeah, you no know thanks. it's all worth it that's how much i love them you yeah, know no not me i sacrifice my comfort uh <clears throat> so we're still celebrating my birthday um i just want to take a moment to say thank you to everybody that sent me fucking gifts that i was not expecting that sent me a cake that sent me fucking money um so many random kind things messages Aww. like random just messages to me about like you know how much i mean to them you. no bitch <laughs> that said how much i mean to them Aww. and that they just hope i really have a good one and like you know just so many heartfelt messages and shit and I, for some reason like last year's birthday was not great and like the year before i don't think was great either really Mm-mm. but this one was really fucking nice and it feels like nicer than i've had lately i love it yeah like me and the kids um I kind of like waited to the last minute to to decide because we had a few like little hiccups come up in our plans. Mm -hmm. But finally, like the day before my birthday, which is like totally on brand for me, I was like, yeah, we're going to still go to L.A. <laughs> so, you know, there's hell of us. They don't all fit in my car. So I like went and rented a minivan, That's which great. was hella fucking nice. And I um, love minivans. And we went down. It was kind of a nightmare. And at first I was like, is this a sign that we shouldn't go? Because like I made the reservation at first I had hell, a hella hard time finding like a minivan because everywhere was sold out. But I booked the reservation. And so we pack everything um, and we leave early in the morning because we're just going to go like from there and leave right we're not going to come back to the house first mm -hmm. so we're all in my car stuffed and we get there and the guy has like a tablet i wait in line for hella fucking long outside social distancing and shit and he comes over with this tablet and he's like okay yeah they're just cleaning up the van now blah 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 i saw it i was like whatever um he goes to scan my brand new driver's license and immediately this it says warrant this big red banner started blinking across the top of the screen oh. and it said do not rent <gasps> so i saw it and i kind of chuckled to myself and he goes oh hold on so before he even ran my credit card he was like have you ever seen this and so we look at it and it was like a paragraph with penal code blah 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 underneath the, the rental details at the oh. bottom and it said do not rent um something something 2010 damn um felonious activity impound <sighs> blah 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 they were not playing and i was like what the fuck so then i start thinking Oh, you, so you got it impounded? Apparently. But, you know, I remember my ex, my crazy ex, the one that I call Satan. Yeah. He had my rental before and got in a high speed with the police. God damn it. And, like, ended up in some grass somewhere and they towed it they caught him the dog bit him up hella shit right and i was pissed because it was my rental that right. he kicked the high speed in but i didn't rent it a trick did so like 
you know, it was a mess. And like that trick was mad at me and like didn't talk to me no more. But it wasn't in my name. Right. So I was like confused. Like, when did I get one impounded? So then my I called my sister Candy, who lives like in Oakland near where the rental place was. And I was like, hey, can you come over here now that you have a license too and like try to rent this so we could fucking leave? So, so they really weren't fucking with you? No, it says do not rent. And you can't override that. So he was like, you could call this 800 number. He's like, have you rented since 2010? And I, I was like, I guess not so i tried to call and it was like oh it's not normal business hours like leave a message so i was like fuck this so my sister pulls up she's a lifesaver always and Mm -hmm. um you know she's like about to go to work i ended up making her like late for work and she gets in line and then um she's about to rent it for me and so while she's doing that just in case because we don't really know like who's on what do not rent list and shit (laughs) i let me just let me just say this i rented cars for like 10 years yeah you did okay um because i didn't have a license after my divorced my credit was fucked up Mm -hmm. my car got repoed like it was a mess so i was spending like two and three thousand dollars a month the kids loved it because you always had a different car always they loved it but you know it was very expensive and i did that for like 10 years so um i used to rent them myself until i could no longer and then my sister would rent them or my godmother would rent them but i always had one yeah a trick would rent on whatever but um i couldn't remember like when you know who got in trouble for what and all this and then can't my sister there's so many stories to keep up (laughs) there is and i can't my memory don't go back that far right so my sister was like yeah i remember like i think um i think tommy got caught with a gun in one and then that was why that was why you can't rent from them no more but i can and then she was like but you can't rent from budget either and i was like what you're so, banned at like five different rentals. Just all kinds of shit. So I, I couldn't remember. So I was like, you know what? There's a budget up the street. So I'm going to make a reservation with them just in case. Mm-hmm. So I called and um, the lady was like, because online it, it wasn't coming up. The lady them. was like, is this a joke? <laughs> no, you no, no. aren't allowed here. No. The lady, uh, I asked her because when you try to book it online, only the airport location would oh, come up. Oh, okay. But there's literally one down in Berkeley, the street. Berkeley, right? No, in Oakland. And, um, I, you know, I booked that. I call, that's the one I called. And so she was like, yeah, we have a minivan. And I was like, okay, can you just book it for me? Is there any way you could run my license and tell me if I'm on your do not rent list ahead of time? And she's like, no, I can't do it till you get here. So I was like, all right. So my sister, we're in line for hella long now. Cause the line grew from the time when I got rejected to when she showed up. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God. So then it was like an issue, a credit card issue and all this type of shit. So oh, she's on the yeah. phone for hella long trying to like raise a limit and shit because they wanted to hold a deposit and a whole bunch of shit. So I was like, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'm going to go down the street and I'm going to try to rent from them. And if I can't, then it's just a sign that I shouldn't go. Right. And so she's like, are you sure? And you know, so I, I let her go to work or whatever she was already late i feel hella bad and we drive like literally not even a mile away to the budget and the lady there is like this hood ass asian lady which is my favorite type of woman um yep she's fucking Same. great and there was this dude he smelled like hella weed in front of me he was like trying to 
close out a rental contract that was like two thousand dollars it was very familiar to my life right Um, you're like do you want to date me but he goes uh i i don't have enough in my account to open the new contract because it's going to want another deposit i hate how they do that so she goes don't even trip this is like an older asian woman she's talking like this she's like don't even trip i'm gonna open a new one first and then i'm gonna close out the old one so you have like a day to go and put the rest of the money in the bank that way we can we love her and i'm looking like can i bring you lunch right as i thought it he said i'm gonna come bring y'all lunch and Love i'm thinking it. she's really making this, this shit is happen. good customer she's service fucking cool right so if anybody wants to rent a car and needs a bitch to make it happen uh i have her business card somewhere but her name i don't know her name but she's the manager of the one it's next to the restaurant moi in mm-hmm. oakland mua it's the one right next door and it's on like broadway uh, we love fuck her. with them because she makes shit happen so of course i'm feeling better when i'm seeing how, you know how she's dealing with him so i'm next in line and she runs my shit and she's like oh it's your birthday tomorrow and i said yeah and she goes oh my god you're like the second or third person to have a birthday in these next you know couple days and i was like oh really that's crazy and she's like i'm gonna give you a really nice van she was like um it's a hybrid so you're gonna save on gas hell yeah and i was like thank you and she was so fucking nice pulled up this wet ass spaceship it was black all blacked out minivan but like brand fucking new and nice and it was like a spaceship inside and i love minivans i was like wow thank you and she printed out the receipt and was like sign everything and buy she was great and i was like look at that that look at god my experience with budget I want to say there was one in Berkeley that I had to deal with through my insurance and and they were really great. So I had a small SUV at the time. Mm -hmm. And when I got there, they had no more SUVs and I was like, and they were trying to put me in a compact and I was like, no, you guys are supposed to put me in the equivalent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, girl, they gave me a brand new expedition for fucking like two weeks. So I like budget. Yeah. She was fucking great. So I was like, I guess we are meant to go. So anyway, okay, after the rental car fiasco, we're driving down mm-hmm. and um, I made sure to make a note of this so I didn't forget because I was like crying tears. At one point, we're like on the highway, you know, like when it's just a big stretch of land, like going through the valley or whatever. Yeah. And um, everybody's asleep except for Stinkers, who was like sitting directly behind me. Please tell me you slammed on the brakes Listen and yelled fucking help. Listen to me. So he's sitting directly behind me and apparently was like too cool for a seatbelt. Oh, okay. Everybody was asleep. The brakes on this spaceship were very sensitive. And at (laughs) one point, one of the cars in front of me, like, you know, I had to stop because like they, I wasn't on their ass, but I was like coming up on it fast because for some reason they braked. Girl, when I say his whole body flew out the seat and into the back of my chair, all I heard was, (laughs) oh, and I started crying. I had tears. I was crying, laughing. Did he hell a man? No, but I was like, are you okay? I watched him lift in the mirror, lift up out his seat and fly. And I was like, you need to put on a fucking seatbelt. That's why we have them. Oh, and it just reminded me of the episode of Thousand Pound Sisters. When Remember oh when my Tammy, fucking God. when she flew in the back of the van and I was just like, oh my God, he's Tammy. And I was crying, fucking laughing. I had real tears. On our way home from Tahoe one time, I had a rental car and it was like, it was a long car, like a Regal or something. <laughs> you have to get used to new brakes. And I had Nona and Carolyn in the car and I seen that they were both asleep and I'm, you know, I'm a bitch. <laughs> So we're coming down the roads from Tahoe and I slammed on the brakes and I said, help. 
and Nona fucking she flew. probably peed. Carolyn screamed and Nona was like, "What the fuck?" Oh Hello my loud. god! I love doing that shit. To I people. watched him hit his face like. <laughs> Price at full speed yes at full speed and all i heard was oh like it was so funny it was so fucking funny yes that's fucking and i was great. like put your fucking seatbelt on now like you're tripping <laughs> so funny anyway um so we fucking get out there and we're staying at the roosevelt and um i never stayed there before is it nice yeah it's like nice hotel and um we get there and there's like fucking Lamborghini SUVs and shit in the front of valet. And you pull up in your little And we mini pull up van. in this cool ass van. And <laughs> Mona was like, wow, are you serious? I don't even want to get out the fucking car. Like we all had on pajamas. <laughs> Bunny, the Brady Bunch. Bunny had on Grinch pajama pants. I know what they, ones. Mona had a big fluffy ponytail. Like we all looked crazy, right? And I was like, oh my God, who cares? Like so right. what? And that hotel is valet only. So like we couldn't park ourselves and like sneak in oh, we so had to nice. yeah so um it's like a very famous hotel like celebrities used to live there back in like movie star days you know like the fucking 30s and yeah. shit like that i think marilyn monroe died there i know she lived there i would request point. that room so well she haunts it so oh, good i was unaware but we'll get into love that it. We'll, <laughs> we'll get into that she made me aware so, i fucking love it already we get there and um you know, they have like the rooms on the website and what I picked was called like a double superior, right? And I'm thinking... Because it had the word superior. Yeah. So I was thinking this must be like top of the line, right? <laughs> and it's not cheap. And, you right. know, I was like, so this must be nice. The, the next one was like a double deluxe. Deluxe is always below superior. So you would think... That, I want to be superior. Right. So I'm like, we're going with superior. So I get two rooms mm -hmm. and um, they put us across from each other and we go to get into the rooms and i'm like hold up this is like a tiny ass new york hotel room fuck that tiny as fuck and not impressive at all i was like i the amount of money that i'm paying for us to stay here for this mm -mm. weekend is not it doesn't look like this in my mind right, so right and it didn't look like the website either so i don't i hate when that happens we have screaming fucking babies so i decided we decided that like bunny and stinkers were gonna stay in one room and then me and mona and the babies were gonna stay in one room very smart but like it was just it's not a family friendly hotel it's definitely mm. like a sex hotel i was just gonna say it's like cocaine hotel yeah for mm. sure for sure so there's like partying there's like a fucking club and like music and all kind of shit the fucking line well, you never screaming. know pee could have wanted to go to the club she probably did but she didn't have on the right outfit but lonnie is screaming and i'm like this is not a kid-friendly hotel i'm hella frustrated i'm tired as fuck because i'm the only person that didn't get to take a nap Ugh. So I call the front desk and I'm like, hey, um, I don't want to be like a difficult guest, but I'm I'm a little disappointed because this room does not look like um, like an upgraded double room. Right. And <clears throat> to be called like superior, you would think it was. I didn't just get like a standard room. I got a superior room. Why does it look like this? I was like, it's very fucking small. Subpar. I said, we have kids in this room. I, I'm now realizing this isn't like a family friendly hotel. <laughs> Maybe put that on the website. I said that. I said they're in here screaming. We have we don't have a lot of room in here. I was kind of hoping she was going to ask us to leave. <laughs> but I right. was, and I was gonna go somewhere else, but she didn't. But she, you know, was hell of apologizing, and she was like, "You know what? 
when I first started working here, I totally thought Superior would be above Deluxe too, but Don't it's not. Don't tell me Deluxe is It's really? the other way around. And I said, now why would they do that? And if you noticed it, why haven't y'all changed it? That makes no sense. Yeah, I think it's done so, on purpose. So she's like, uh, what I'll do is I'll upgrade you. And so... I'm like, great. So she's going to send somebody up with like a luggage cart to mm-hmm. move us to another floor. Right. So he comes and he's like only upgrading one of our rooms. Oh, no. And I'm like, I have two rooms and I don't want to be on a different floor than my kids. Right. Yeah, and Bunny was like all. not comfortable with that. Well, that's what we ended up having to do. What? And I'm pissed. Right. Because Bunny was like, what if I need you? What if I want to come up, come in your yeah, room? This like is a sex hotel. Yeah. So I'm like hella irritated. But when I talked to I called her again and yeah. she's like, I don't have any other rooms on that same floor so either you know they upgrade to another floor it's still going to be another floor even if you know so either they keep their same room or they get a bigger room that's on a different floor still so i talked to them and they're like fuck it we'll just stay here because they liked their room and i call her back and tell her and it turns out she just moved us into a goddamn handicap room so it was a handicap accessible room. perfect for you yeah great but it wasn't like a fancier nicer room. it was just bigger. bigger but whatever whatever i was just so would you done. stay there again no not unless it was for sex yeah, would you yeah, yeah that's right would you stay there single for for sex yeah okay. not like with the kids or anything it okay. was not comfortable okay so um we get into our room okay and i'm like fuck it whatever so we're we're like unpacking some shit and I go to take a shower and no matter of fact this is before we got moved this is what made me really call her (laughs) I'm like trying to calm down and I'm like you know I'm really cranky just because I didn't take a nap and I've been driving for hella hours maybe I need a bath yeah so I go to like shower bitch and I fall in there and I've never fell in the shower before that I could remember that's why you needed the handicap room she knew I told her too I was like the babies are screaming I fell in the shower I was (laughs) like like, I don't mean hotels I was like, I don't mean to be like a difficult ass guest, but like, this is not going well. She could hear it in my voice, the stress, but I fell and I fucking landed on my shoulder so fucking hard in the tub. Did it hurt? Hell yeah. And I was like, oh my God. And you really feel like you're about to die when you fall in the shower. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I'm gonna crack my head. Like you have a split second where you're like preparing for death. Yep. So that wasn't fun. And I was like, that's it. So when I came out, I, that was when I called her and we got moved. And I, it was just like, fuck it. I fell in the shower. Yes. Like it's their fault. Well, I mean, it's hella slippery. Put one of them things in there, like a non-skid thing, right? Oh, they didn't have any? No. No, oh, it was it was their fucking fault. dumb. Yeah. So um, whatever. The handicap room had like a big ass. The shower was the side. Like the whole family could have showered at the same time. It was the a greatest- huge room, shower room. Oh, I like it. Yeah, so it, it, it ended sex. up it ended up being nice. Yeah. I love that anytime either of us do anything whether we're together or apart nothing ever goes nothing smoothly can go smooth so there's always like these great stories behind yes. every fucking I even, thing we do i think i tweeted when i was still at the rental car place <laughs> nothing can ever go smooth in my life to where i have to just laugh at this point for sure like it's expected yep. now nothing from the car to getting gas to, to nothing nothing nope. can ever just be a smooth transaction in my head i always go well at least it'll make for a good show oh my god so <laughs> we get into the next fucking room whatever um (laughs) yeah after i had fell in the shower and we're okay whatever we go eat all that shit we're going to sleep that night 
So I didn't know about all the hauntedness and stuff. I just knew that like celebrities lived there back in the day and all that. And I, I'm like, this ain't the Cecil. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not thinking this is like haunted like that. But apparently it is. But in the middle of the night, the faucet came on in the bathroom. Hi. Like loudly. And Mona thought it was me in the bathroom in the middle of the night. But she looked over and I was there laying there asleep. So she was like, I closed my eyes and just made myself go to sleep. And it's I said, not that's real. not it's what not we're real. doing. That, when real. something really happens, I need that to not be your go-to. <laughs> like, wake me up, right? She's like, I'm going back to sleep because this is not yes. happening. And I, I was thinking to myself, I said, <clears throat> I thought you got up because I heard the faucet on. And I thought it was you. And she goes, I didn't get up not one time. And oh. I was like, okay, that's fun. So she's telling me this the next morning and then you know like i'm like wow so whatever it is it's letting it be known right right away like hey so um we're laughing and i'm telling her don't hey this is my room yes basically so um it was establishing dominance early on (laughs) we fucking another so there was like a few little incidents like that like there was another time when she was going downstairs she was they were gonna go pick up some food or something and i was staying in the room and she got in the elevator you have to have a key to go anywhere in the elevator she got in there there was two guys with her they were acting hella fucking weird they started asking her hella questions like Uh -uh. um have you ever seen the movie the elf that's a christmas movie why are you bringing that up so she said she was like no and then they started asking her hella other little weird ass questions like that and then they got off on the 11th floor so like it took her up first right so she was already frustrated, whatever. She stopped answering their questions. I don't like that. They got, yeah, I was pissed when she's telling me the story. They got off the um, 11th floor. The doors close. She comes out on the ground floor and sees them same two guys walking no. out the building. No. So she immediately calls me and is like, I wish I would have taken a photo or a video of them because this is some impossible shit. And the elevators in there are slow. So even if they got off on the 11th floor and, and somehow ran down the stairs and somehow ran down the stairs or jumped back into another elevator, you would not have been there right. walking out of the door when she's exiting the elevator and just just from going down. Right. So she's like freaking out about that. And she's like, I can't like, I wish I would have recorded it. I think There's it's no- kind of cool. It is. And she, she wasn't afraid. Yeah. She was just like, what, what the, the fuck? F- yeah. Yes. So that was the second incident. So then like on another night there, we're talking and um, they have like the automatic motion detected bathroom lights that go on and off in the bathroom. Right. Yeah. And it clicks. It clicks when it um, cuts on or Those off. Those can either be a dream or a nightmare. So we're talking and we hear it click off. Right. And she goes, what was that? And I said, oh, it's automatic. It just clicked off. And she goes, oh. And I said, yeah. I said, it does the same thing when it clicks on. And she said, are you sure? And I said, yeah, let me show you. So I went to walk into the bathroom. I got to the hallway and it clicked on. Like someone was in the bathroom before I even got anywhere near the door. So I go, oh, okay. And she starts laughing. And I said, you see, I was nowhere near the bathroom, but it's on. Mind you, later on that day and shit like that, you have to be all the way in the bathroom for it to click on. But that night when I was like, look, I'll show you. It clicked on when I got to the hallway. You guys had the party room. We did. Yeah. Unexpectedly. It's the friend room. Yes. So that's like three incidents I remember that were like while we're awake and like made sure that we saw it they were poking you guys when you were for sure for sure so it was yeah (laughs) it was fucking haunted water and and haunted weirdness yeah it was weirdness i love um love that they had like full bars like in the room like with 
you know, like half size bottle. I don't know if that's pints or what, but yeah. it's like not like the airport size liquor right, bottles. It's like one bigger. It's like, yeah, like a, a half of a regular size. They have like Patron and like Casamigos and like, nice. you know, like nice liquor in there. Right. Um, they also had phone chargers and hella shit. And, you know, I'm no I know the kids don't know better. So I tell them like, um, don't just pick up candy and shit like that's not complimentary right. i said you could go to the mini bar like screen on the tv and it'll tell you the prices because the shit. pack of m&ms is like five dollars yes there's red bulls and shit so you know bunny's like on it and right. i said you could have like one a day but like don't go crazy because right. they're like fucking eight dollars right these motherfuckers help themselves to hella shit Stinkers opens a charger. That's $30. Oh my fuck. I'm like, what are y'all doing? So immediately I'm like, I'm going to tell the front desk. I ain't never seen y'all in my life. Like I'm over it. So yeah, that was something I was frustrated with, but I'm like, damn it. Whatever. Um, a $30 fucking charger. That's eight bucks at the gas station. If that, yeah. It's like, I was so pissed. Um, another part we were getting in the elevator and immediately, this is the first night there. I think we were getting ready to go to dinner and stinkers was like, I'm not really hungry. I'm not going to go, but I'm going to have company. And I said, you're not having sex in, in my bed fucking, this time in the hotel room the shower. where <clears throat> your sister is going to sleep. Oh no, that's worse than in your room. And so he goes, what, why would you say that? I'm not doing that. And so I'm like, whatever, we're getting into the uh, elevator to go down. And he's like checking for room keys to make sure he has a room key. But she pulls magnums out of his pocket. I'll kill myself right now. I looked at Bunny and Mona and I said, see, this is the kind of shit I don't want to see. This is what I'm talking about right now. They both, both of them were like, I'm going to fucking kill myself. Yeah. (laughs) That's how I feel right now. Yes. And I said, oh, that's so gross on so many levels. And I'm so fucking mad. I just saw that. I just want to quit the show. So he had, he did end up having company. It was all fucking weird. We were gone for like maybe two hours to go eat. When we came back, the bitch was still there. And I should have been gone. I said, bunny has to go to bed. Like, get her the fuck out i'm texting him i'm like you should be alone right now why the fuck do you have i'm like i'm not it doesn't gonna... take two hours yes and i'm not gonna ask what y'all did like get her out <clears throat> so then he's like all right she's calling a, a car a lift i said why would you kick somebody out that didn't even drive like so she just got dropped off here to get ran and then now you're kicking oh her out. oh my god so I'm all, what a gentleman i'm all irritated all over again and he's like no we just smoked we just smoked outside and then i'm like bullshit get her out you're stop you're all stop making these family trips sex yes this is the second time now so then i find out the next day so i have him come get bunny right because i'm like i'm not gonna send her in the elevator to another floor late at night by herself come fucking get her so he comes to get her or whatever and they go and she tells me that she walks in the room and she says oh hi to the girl the girl don't say shit to back to bunny oh we don't like her now i said oh i wish she would have told me or told her get the fuck out because we're not doing that. You knew she wasn't doing either. Yeah. So sweet. I'm like, uh-uh. So I'm pissed about that. That's hella fucking rude. Yes, you rude little bitch. Now I don't feel bad that you're getting kicked out. Nope. So that was just some hotel frustration. Nobody ever <laughs> wants to see their kid pull out extra large condoms. Like, I still think about that in I want to throw up. I want to throw up. I want to die right um, now. It was really gross. Yeah, that fucked it up uh, as soon as we got there. Hope you're happy. You ruined the whole trip, <laughs> yes, stinkers. Yes. It's all ruined. But um, 
God, yeah, just so much happened when we were out there. Uh, my friend Winter, thank God, pulled some strings because, you know, it's a weekend and we mm-hmm. didn't have any prior reservations for like a birthday dinner. Yeah. And it was kind of seeming impossible. It was looking a lot like a Denny's night mm. um, after like a day of trying to I don't to plan mind this, a good right? black bear diner meal. I said we could hit a burrito truck. Like, I'm really not fucking tripping, right? I just wanted to see a few of my friends. Yeah. So I don't know if she flexed her star power or what. But she made one phone call and like hit me right back and was like, we have two tables for 10 p.m. Hey. At this cute ass restaurant. So it all worked out. She was it good food. Yes. Good food. We had a private party room in this restaurant that apparently usually has like a two to three hour wait. We walked right in. It was just great. It was just great on so many levels. That's really nice of her. Yes. And Debbie came and like other friends. My friend Natalia came. Like it was just, it was great. It was really fucking great. My friend Natalia, not badass Natalia. She drove it Will's was great. Car yeah. And it just it ended up being such that. a nice little chill dinner. Um, I had one drink. I, sh- you know, I wasn't really feeling like having more because I was so tired by that Did time. Did you feel anyway. a little spunky? A little bit. I was cool. Nice. Loosen me up a little bit. But um, it was so nice. It was just chill. And it's exactly what I wanted. Like, I didn't want anything over the top, like dressed up or anything right, or right. like crazy. And the kids were with us. And it was just, yeah, it was probably just it was nice so to fucking see friends. Nice. Yes, it was so, so nice. I exactly what I wanted. So yeah, I'm so happy that all of them made that happen. Um, it was great. Good job. Um, you guys. Just one more <laughs> funny moment I, that I know you'll appreciate um we were in the room like the next day and i was like bunny did you not like wash that makeup off or whatever you look fucking crazy and she was like um i did i did or i'm going to or something she made excuses like she's really lazy when it comes to like cleaning off her makeup i always before get bed on and stuff. them about that shit. yeah All like I, I told her if you don't like wash your face properly wash that shit off i'm gonna stop letting you wear makeup yeah but um so it was like something like that that i'm getting on her about and i said something I started like going too far, you know, I'm childish. And I yep. said, I probably said something like, you look like you have AIDS or I said something like, wow. um, I don't know. Cause like her face looked sunk in or like the, her eyes, something from the makeup, right? You're dying. So she fucking, this is so my kid. She fucking is holding pee pee and she goes pee pee. Mommy has AIDS from her clients. <laughs> Pee mommy has AIDS and Mona chokes. Mona's on the other side of the room and she's drinking something and she chokes and her eyes get hella big. Like, did she just say that? It is not funny, but motherfucker. She goes, I'm about, I'm about to choke. And I said, bunny, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm crying. At first, you know, normally I wouldn't laugh, but I was like, did you just fucking say that? What is wrong with you? She said, pee pee mommy has AIDS from her clients, pee pee. Oh my God. (laughs) Bitch. What the fuck? What is this? What kind of family is this? Oh. I was dying. Like, I cannot even be mad at her because that is so fucking funny. It it is really fucking funny. (laughs) Not laughing at the AIDS. I'm laughing at the fact that fucking she pulled your card. Yes. That's so great. Trying to tell her, like, yeah, like, she looks like she's on heroin or something, like, because of how her old makeup looked. Like She's she like, oh, really? <laughs> she's like, well, guess who has AIDS? <laughs> Mommy. from. I'm going to tell the baby. Sure, a sex worker. <laughs> yes. I was crying. I was like, get out of my room now. Get the fuck out. Yeah, the girls recently revealed oh. to me that um, 
they scrolled all the way through your Instagram, all the way to the beginning, and were watching videos of your clients. Uh, I don't know if they said spitting in a cup or spitting or something, but is that on there? Yeah, it, it's way, it way. It's be. years ago, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they proceeded to. And, and is the pantyhose one on there? Something they mentioned Probably. something else. Probably. And I was just dying laughing, and I was like, "Well, the cat's out the bag." I mean, I don't, you know, they're I don't, old at enough. this point. I don't even they're try teenagers. to hide it. Yeah, yeah. And when I'm explaining shit to them about <laughs> like people and men and how gross men can be, I tell them all the time, like, you, you, I know firsthand, like, I deal with these people, like, that have strange um, attraction to weird shit, or like, I know how men go after little girls or have fantasies about little girls shit like I really do though yes and you know even with role-playing situations like I know more than I like to know sometimes right and right I don't I don't even try to hide it anymore no I just told them I said I'm sure they know what a dom is at this point I explained it to them yeah and I said your aunt Maria basically has a great job she gets paid to boss men around right they pay her to be fucking a bossy dominant. but it's not for everyone like i do, by no means do you think that you're cut out for it oh i do I not explained think all of them yeah do not think that it's uh something ev- everyone can do easily none of the girls yeah. are built to do that no so, and i told uh, them i was like you guys are there's no way just like i could never do right. it right. never it's not for everyone that's just what i really want them to understand it's not like an easy you know plan. i'm giving bunny a high five though for that fucking pp mommy has retorts <laughs> from her client to the baby right you're telling pp mommy's dying <laughs> pp mommy won't see your graduation mommy's t-cell <laughs> count is really low pp from her clients <gasps> wow oh yeah i just had to laugh i had to laugh at that one. Oh, that was fucking good <clears throat> anyway it was a quick trip it was a nice fucking trip i had a good birthday I'll say that. I came home to gifts that I didn't even expect at my fucking front door. I got a cake delivered the next day. I, I saw got a, it was really cute. An edible arrangement delivered the following day. Like, what the Aww, fuck? Why I are people it. so nice to me? I love Makes me it. emotional. Thank you, I know. everyone. Makes me really fucking emotional. When it's my birthday, don't send me <laughs> nothing but money. Shut up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> For cigarettes and I don't want bowl. your fucking pineapple with chocolate. <laughs> That's what I got. It's so good. It I love good. edible Pee-pee arrangements. pineapple. Did she like it? She did. She was tearing it up. So while we're on the sex shit. Um, <laughs> Are we? <laughs> well, a minute ago. There in the mortician group on facebook this morning a woman um wrote a post mm-hmm. um she's been in the business like 10 years and she of, said she's a mortician mm-hmm. uh-huh. and she said um she was an embal she was embalming an old man who had an erection yeah and there's something called um i learned this morning but there's something called a death erection mm-hmm. i've heard of that before and um it mainly happens with uh, people that die vertically or face down, like hangings. It's very common. Oh. Um, because that's gravity. where the, the blood, gravity, yeah. and that's where the blood pools. Right. And um, it can also happen to women um, who die in those ways, electrocution as well. And blood will pool and make their labia and their clitoris engorged. And sometimes blood will come out of the <sighs> vagina. Yeah, I could see that. And uh, so she was like, you know, I've heard about this, but I've never experienced it. You know, I embalmed him and 
he still has an erection. Like, does she slap it? What the fuck? Or pin it down? So, what do you do? Just wait for it to go away? A few things. Well, that's what you normally do because eventually yeah. most of them they do go away, right? Yeah. Well, she went in the next morning and it was still there. It was still a full salute. So, um, some people will put an adult diaper on them to, to fold conceal it, down. it. Yeah. Some people use saran wrap. Yeah. You can also duct tape it. But what turned out happening is it was a penile implant. <gasps> and it wasn't the uh, hydraulic kind where there's usually a button in the testicles or yeah. the hips where you what? can. It was just always hard. So there's a name for it. It's called um, a malleable kind. And it's basically two firm, flexible rods um, that you just bend into place. Wow. So you're just always on strong. Yes. Unless you, you know, tuck it. Fucking he could have gave people a heads up first. I would do that on purpose if I, if I had a penis and died. I'm warning you now, when I die, it's going to be yes. pitching a tent all the time. Yeah, and uh, I thought that was fucking hilarious. The comments were so fucking funny, dude. That is hilarious. Um, They're like, sounds like a hard morning. Like, you know, just so <laughs> yes. many puns. It was fucking great. At, um, on Twitter the other day, somebody had retweeted uh an embalmer like the same thing she's like uh -huh. a, an embalming apprentice or something and she said i finally experienced my first dead fart oh and yeah. I, I, so i click on it to read like the rest of the story like Did what it is she talking terrible? to it didn't say but it just said that um she's always known that that's possible for mm -hmm. corpses to do that because gases are releasing yeah. from the body and fluids and all that like they drain themselves out and sometimes it'll sound like they're sighing like they'll go <laughs> <sighs> yeah 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 I've, I've heard that too so she goes she finally um got one at work and she could not stop laughing because it was really <laughs> fucking loud and i was like oh my god i never thought about like i know that stuff like juices come out and stuff but i never thought about that could possibly like how do you keep a straight laughing. face yeah i'm, I'm so too childish i couldn't keep a straight face i would have cried laughing. laughing yes but uh, um that's funny <laughs> so while we're on death have you heard about I asked you earlier, the Tristan Bailey murder case. No. So tell me about that, because I want to say I've been listening to Morbid this weekend. Uh -huh. And um, I want to say that they said they were going to cover it after yep. they got more information because they wanted to make sure like, you know. Yeah, go through it. Yeah. I they think knew. they wanted to uh, wait for the trial. And yeah. Shit. Yeah. So, so what is it a girl? It's a little girl. She was 13 years old on Mother's Day morning. Her family noticed her missing. She was reported missing at like 10 a.m. in the morning. Uh-huh. Spent all day looking for her. By 6 p.m. they called off the search. By 8 p.m. they had notified her family that they had found her body. The same day? Yes. On fucking Mother's Day. So basically, <sighs> she was found stabbed to death. Um, it hasn't been released if there was any type of sexual assault. I've seen that, yes, I've seen no, but oh. it's not confirmed anywhere. Turns out um, they have camera footage. This is how they figured it out from, like, um, a local store and, and uh, somebody's Ring porch light? cam. Yeah. Oh. She snuck out at, like, 1 in the morning to go meet her friend, uh, he, an 8th grade boy named Aiden Fucci. She went to school with. I guess she's known him years. Uh-huh. Uh, he's 14 years old. They're walking. Um, they're seen on camera walking. And about 30 to 45 minutes later, he's seen on that same camera walking back by himself. She was found in a little forest area. So she snuck out to go hang with him. And he killed her. And he fucking killed her. And her mother. One of her peers. Her friend. 
her not a creepy older guy that i thought you were gonna fucking say that she met on facebook or some shit no not her friend that she's gone to school with probably for years that she trusts what is wrong with people and the why why the case you know made such big news uh one of the reasons is because when the cops picked up the little boy to question him this is before they knew he murdered her Uh uh-huh he takes a picture of himself in the back of a police car holding up a peace sign and it says any of y'all seen tristan shut the fuck up and post it to a snapchat shut the fuck up yes i hope someone cuts his little head off in jail yes and i was reading his father was arrested a few years back for child abuse but i didn't read and see you know who he was charged with abusing oh my fucking god what is wrong with kids and like wanting attention for the wrong reasons like i was just thinking i can't imagine if one of the girls you know they hang out with friends friends yeah all the time and they never come back because their friend fucking murdered them and like for attention almost it seems like like you want to have a name for yourself or you want to like become go viral like so if he's charged as an adult he's looking at life he better get life no matter what like well, you what know, the if fuck if he's charged as a juvenile he'll be out by the time he's 25 easily and then that's when it's up to the parents to kill him if Some, you're good parents you'll kill him right something her mom said uh at her service i was watching a youtube video today and it just broke my heart so they're a pretty large family there's a mom and a dad they're still together and they mm-hmm. had five kids total um tristan bailey was the youngest she had three older sisters and older brother they called themselves the bailey seven Mm -hmm. and she said even though we're only six now we'll always be the bailey seven oh and it just broke my fucking that makes me really really fucking upset how like how dare you so every mother's day for the rest of her life it's the anniversary of her daughter's of her daughter's murder oh my god i don't like that um, fuck you for sharing that story it's horrible it's been really fucking with me because it I just, it just hits so close to home we have a 13 year old both yes of us, and then i have a 15 year old and like, sneaking out is like such a common thing teenage like thing for to us do. yeah it's not like um a horrible offense i want to say it's how kind many of times expected. yeah like a million we did i lied about your grandma having a heart attack fucking so i could bitch. sneak out of the window and i i came up with the story immediately and i was like she didn't know what to do her grandma lives she's on garvin dumb. I had to run over there in the middle of the night because her grandma had a heart attack. And why she believed me, I have no fucking have, idea. No one is going to call me for a heart attack. No, and she must have called my family because and then I my family was calling my family like, what is this I grandma had a heart attack? I go out the door. I had to go out the window. That was the only logical fucking right. way to get there. Yeah, the wow. window. And then jump down. <laughs> what the Of course. Fuck? but i mean seriously yeah what if that happened and then like somebody fucking stabbed me a a, a friend or you were kidnapped or fucking (sighs) it's just so heartbreaking to me and i've been listening to a lot of true crime lately Mm -hmm. um i've been listening there's a podcast called canadian true crime and then there's one called they walk among us um both of them have accents by the way one's Mm -hmm. i think australian one's from the uk but on the canadian true crime just all these fucking I was gonna stories say, does canadia does canadia <laughs> have real crime they do they actually have a lot of murders really? on this podcast 
But if you want to get away with murder and not serve a lot of time, just go to Canada and kill somebody. That's really what I'm taking away from this. Wow. Yes. So they're like major punishment. Any of our Canadian listeners, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But according to listening to this podcast, like the worst sentence you can get there is 25 to life. But you get the possibility of parole. There's no I've never heard of no parole of no parole. What you fuck? and then you for a while until they changed the law, you automatically went uh, before the parole board every two years as soon as you were eligible. What? Yes, like they don't take away that option. Out. No, you could get twenty five here for drugs. <clears throat> yes, one of the things I guess apparently Canada's big on again, just according to this podcast, is rehabilitation. Yeah, they're really big on rehabilitation, which is a good thing. Do you remember the? Uh, he turned out to be a paranoid schizophrenic. His name was, I believe it was Vincent Lee, where on that Greyhound bus. Yeah, he cut a head off. And was eating the kid on the fucking mm-hmm. bus and shit. Yes. I, I think about that every time I'm on you the know, five. He You know, he served less than five years in a mental institution. And, and he's, he's out free. now. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know it was Canada, though. Because he was in California on the five when that happened. Yes, it's fucking crazy. Wow. Um, Just how you can get back out after murdering multiple people too that's crazy yeah i'm like oh my god i'm gonna listen to that podcast it sounds interesting it is it's pretty well done too um nothing is like sword and scale though yeah you know his as problematic as he is his storytelling is just so good he's such a dick he is i have a friend she's also a listener she um told me about a podcast the other day it's called evil by design oh let me write that down she was like uh you know like it's it's like hardcore basically and i was like well it has to be or i i can't focus like i can't stay into it if it's not so if it is anything hell of extreme like i would appreciate it (laughs) and there was another one that she said i think was even more fucked up but I don't think she wrote me back and told me that one yet, but I'll share it. This one I started and there's some sexual violence in the first episode Mm -hmm. that I heard. I hope it turns up though, like um, gets worse. So because those are the only ones that can keep my attention. Yeah. So Canadian true crime, uh, it's good storytelling. She doesn't go into super gory details like Sword and Scale does. Uh They are given, but. It's just stated like matter of a fact, matter yeah. of factly. I need the details. Um, same with They Walk Among Us. Um, I just, I'm over my favorite murder. I don't even, yeah. I feel like I feel like the effort is gone. So it, definitely. That and turns I, me off. And I don't want to hear about fires or, yeah. you know. I want murder. Gas leaks and shit. Yeah. Like if I'm listening to my favorite murder, there better be a murder involved. Yes. Yeah, true. I just feel like their effort has really gone downhill and that sucks because they were one of my favorite shows for a long time. Yeah, I do too. And then, um, I, I've listened to every fucking sword Sword and scale scale you could possibly listen to. I listened to every case file. Yeah. Um, so I've been looking for new ones and I heard another one mentioned today that I wrote down in my car. It's called something choir. Uh-huh. And it's supposed to be about murders Gruesome and shit. Stuff. Yeah, I'll that's tell. good. Also, give the last podcast on the left the left a chance. It's a bunch of white guys, and their I their humor is kind of corny. But like a couple years ago, uh, when I was really painting a lot, I listened to a lot of their episodes then, and I I was able to get past the corny humor because they still included some details I wanted for each murder. I'll try it again. Yeah. I'll, um, I've been listening. I also have True Crime Garage, 
which is two dudes. It's all right. It's not just send me the worst of the worst. I just want shit that's going to give you nightmares. Otherwise, if I don't minds of madness is pretty good. I'll try that one. That one's good. There's if I don't feel something. I'll just start thinking in my head of something else and I'll totally lose focus. Yeah, there's another one called serial killers and I've listened to a bunch. They do give details, but you can tell it's scripted like they write a script and kind of read from it. Mm -hmm. It's all right. But they you know, they do. Yeah. Give details and shit. That sounds good. I know. I've been digging. If any of you guys know any other really good true crime ones, tell me. I had a... Remember, I had this great plan to start reading a couple hours every day. Yeah, I was going to ask like, how it went. I was encouraging everyone to do it. I only did it for like three days. And you gave up? And I was like, eh, I'm tired. I'm just going to go to bed. <sighs> and I'm like, I'm going to get on Instagram. But I need someone to do it with me so we can be like accountable for each other. You know, like... One I'll night, do it for an hour. Because I, I said there's no excuse. Like I'd be on, on the internet for, or just go to my house. I have so many books. You're right. Um, but yeah, I, I did it for like a good three days and I did two hours each day, which was good, right? I even was on Twitter one night and I was like, okay, guys, it's time to go read. Like, you know, no excuses, whatever. And I was all proud of myself because I'm like, look, I'm doing what I look said I was going to do. And then it didn't last. And I was like, maybe if I had someone doing it with me and, and like, we're like, hey, are, accountability check in. Yeah. Then that would make it easier for me Send to me stick a video. with <laughs> I don't know. Just somebody do it with me. Yeah. That's why I brought that up because I okay. need I need a reading buddy that's going to be like, hey, because, you know, I was really happy those three days, but I just for whatever reason. Yeah, I just got bored with it because I'm like, I'm the only one doing this shit. Do you want to hear the asshole of the week? Fucking the ass shit, the asshole of the month. Mm -hmm. So Yellowstone National Park put out a a post today on all their social medias. I was going to say a bolo like they're the what? cops. Oh, um, this fucking white lady approached a mother grizzly bear with her babies. What? And the mama grizzly bear charged her. Luckily, the lady was able to run off and get away. Uh huh. She was alone. Yeah, and the mama grizzly bear, it was minding her own business with her babies. You yeah. know, you don't fucking you don't know. approach any animal with their babies. First of all, no, that's like rule number one. So. She seriously put that those bears and herself at risk because yeah. if they would have attacked her, those bears would have been put down. Right. That's fucked up. And what were you doing? What was your intention? Were you going to try it a and hug? pet him, you stupid bitch? Were you going to try to hug the bears, you fucking idiot? I don't know what the fuck she was trying to do. Listen, <sighs> I fucking... What are you approaching a bear for? Feed fucking raccoons big they and are? skunks. I don't even approach the little animals. No, I don't either. I let them come to me if they want to. You don't do shit like that. So she's a weirdo. Anyway. So it's against the law to harass wildlife in yeah. national parks. So they're looking for her because that bitch is getting a hefty fine. And I guarantee you, they're probably going to ban her from national parks they for should. doing that. Because, hello. Because if something happened, bitch, you're going to want hella resources to come help you. Paramedics, whatever. You might try possibly to sue the kill park. the bears. Yeah. And it's your fault. No, we're not doing that. So that's the fucking dummy. What an idiot. Of the year. I, you want to hear what kind of idiot I am? Of course. <laughs> so the other night I get home from my trip mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I don't really unpack like everything the, the first day. I live out of my suitcase for, still a, while. for a week. Yeah, usually. Easily. But, um, I fucked up when I was in LA and like, I, 
I take my meds at night. So mm-hmm. at one point I missed them at night. So mm-hmm. I took it in the daytime the next day. Cause you know, the lamictal is really important that you stay on schedule with that. Cause yeah. it can make you really sick or it can cause that fucking lethal rash. Yeah. Like it can, shit can go wrong if you don't stay on schedule. Right. Right. So that's like the number one thing that my doctor kept telling me before she prescribed that to me. Did you set an alarm on your phone? for every night no no but i would just so that night um that i forgot i think it was the night we got there i forgot so the next morning i was like i'm gonna just take it in the morning and then i'm gonna take it in the morning from now on right yeah so i took it and then like that continued for like two days and then the night that i got home my pill box was empty and i had to refill it so i refilled it and then i took my dose for the day that night but i already took it in the morning Hey. So I was like, hold on. I just took 160 milligrams of Prozac, which is like 80 is the max dose. So what's going to happen now? So I start Googling, can you OD on Prozac? You absolutely can. Oh, fuck me. Um, and I took double my Lamictal, which is like what you're not you can't jump that high that fast your bipolar's totally so gone i'm like what forever the- <laughs> no i wish it was that easy. shit so i'm like what is gonna fucking happen to me i would have been panicking so i'm and i i realized it probably a good 45 minutes after i took it so i'm like you couldn't even throw it up because they're digested bitch but guess who tried so oh I went in the bathroom and I'm like throwing up because I'm starting to freak out, but I'm still remaining calm. What time at night did you take it? It was like 1130. What time in the morning? 11. So they were 12 hours apart. Yeah. So but I'm still freaking out because that's a huge dose right. to have a t- in a 24 hour period. Right. So I go make myself throw up and I didn't see any pills. And so I'm like, they're already in me. They're digested. Yes. I didn't need see any pill casings. Because you know the, did its the job. yeah, the Prozac is very colorful. Right. And so I was like hoping to at least see that. No, I didn't see any of that. And then my throat was burning the rest of the night because I don't know if it was stomach acid or what, yeah. but or the I don't know. But my st- my throat was burning the rest of the night to where I had to like gargle a few times and everything still didn't help. Oh God. So I'm like, oh my God. I start googling. I will say I am glad that there are resources online where you can ask questions. I noticed that it only came up. These pages only came up for me when I listed the the milligrams in my question. When I said, like, if you accidentally double dose Prozac in a day, what can happen or whatever? If I worded it like that, Uh then like Reddit groups came up with a lot of people giving informative answers. Right. But when you actually list the milligrams that you took in your question, Mm -hmm. these medical pages came up where actual doctors are replying to the questions. Oh, I've seen those. It's really helpful because, you know, it calmed me down a lot. And it was like I asked for each medication separately and I listed what um, dose I had taken and what my normal dose was. So, like, if I was on a super low dose and then jumped that high it would be worse. But because it only doubled, it's not that bad. And also Prozac is one that stays in your system for so long that like um, an increase like that wouldn't fuck you up, you know, because it's, it, it's there's always a dose of it in you anyway. 
So from what I read, it was fine. And it was like, you could probably just get nauseous, you know, um, vomiting or like, you know, your stomach can be fucked up or you can become drowsy or, you know, just listing possible, Mm -hmm. you know, changes in how I feel, but nothing was really bad. And it didn't say that I would need to call poison control or anything because that's what I was worried about. The kids were already asleep. I was like, am I going to have to fucking wake them up and tell them take me to the ER like my usual every other month thing (laughs) i was so irritated with myself so fucking irritated but so what i ended up doing was i skipped yesterday's dose altogether because one of the doctors on there said to do that Uh also and then tonight i will resume my normal dose at my normal time so i don't fuck myself up again oh my god i don't think i've ever done that before and i was just like man i just had so much going on and that's like, terrifying yeah it just happened to be like the night that i had to refill my box i had took it at a different time in the day so yeah i just was thinking i'm gonna be so fucking mad if i have to get like charcoal in my stomach Ugh. or get my stomach pumped because yeah. for other medicines they were saying that they'll have to do yeah. that and i was like fuck i don't want to do that but Mm -mm. luckily i'm okay but yeah that i was just like you're really a fucking idiot like get it together seriously thank god yeah Yeah, i'm glad that's hella scary and and also like i think um psychologically i was making myself feel sicker than i really was you know because panic sets in and yeah i think it was a lot more mental than than actual sickness set a permanent reminder on your phone for the, I will. Night. I'm going to set an alarm from now on because I, I can't make that mistake again. Th- that shit like really worried me. Oh, God. And it's a medicine that, you know, is so finicky about how when you take it, the scheduling of when yeah. you take it, like you can't slip up like that. Like you can't so, just take as much as you want when you want. <laughs> no, you can't take it twice a day. <laughs> oh, my God. On accident. I'm going to tell my doctor, though, and just see what she says. See if she just, laughs. Just a, Oh, my God. I have so much to tell her. If right. I tell her what I really be thinking, like what I told you earlier. Yes. I'm not going to tell you guys right now. I might tell you later Fuck. after I record me telling my doctor. <laughs> but my brain, even though a lot of the intrusive thoughts are gone, a lot are still there once and in a while they they're fucking, like hey and they be fucking ridiculous like my brain betrays me all the time yes. like it's too much it fucking does um you want to take a break yes okay hey if you're into crystals whether for their metaphysical properties or just to admire their beauty check out hb crystals on instagram that's hb crystals she has a small business in the bay area who spreads her positivity through crystals Carrying different types, shapes, and sizes, there's something for everyone. Live sales every other week to fill your crystal needs. Again, that's HB Crystals on Instagram. Crystals are great to start out with if you're not super familiar with like um, kind of getting into witchy things and whatnot. I know it's become kind of trendy lately and a lot of people are opening up, you know, their mind to that type of realm I'll say but crystals are a great way to just get some good energy in your home I've been known to keep crystals in my bra like protection crystals Mm -hmm. or in my purse or you know keep them in the car shit like that so they're just it's a good thing and I've given given them as gifts great gifts, and it's always got a good reaction so crystals are cool even if you're not that knowledgeable just to kind of get started with some good energy definitely agree uh, Laura and Gabby are very proud of their sister for starting HB Crystals, and 
Just wanted to let you know that they are inspired by your motivation and hard work with this business. So cool. Hey, you guys. Shit is heavy in the world right now, and some days feels like it's falling apart. I know for me personally, my anxiety has been out of control lately. If you're stressed, dealing with anger, grief, trauma, maybe having some relationship issues, or even having trouble sleeping, this is where BetterHelp comes in. BetterHelp is online counseling that is there for you 24-7. Join the already 1 million people taking charge of their mental health today. Eliminate that sometimes awkward feeling of sitting in an office waiting room and connect with a professional counselor in a private environment through text, email, or video chat. If you're not happy with the counselor you get, you can always request another at no additional charge. Join now and receive 10% off your first month with discount code HELLO. That's betterhelp.com slash hello. So while we're kind of on the subject of medical type shit, um, first of all, didn't the girls get the vaccine? They did. They got their first shot yesterday. Both of them wanted it, so I let them do it. That's good. I didn't ask Bunny. I heard her telling Mona the other day she didn't want it, but... Mm -hmm. Since your girls got it, I'm going to ask her if she changed her mind because she was with them when they got it, right? Yeah. Yeah, so maybe. And it was super quick. Not, yeah. They both said it didn't hurt. It was painless. And how are they feeling? Uh, Naya's fine. Just some arm tenderness. But mm-hmm. Stevie uh, got the fever. Is really lethargic and tired. Her, apparently her immune system is better than Naya's. Right. I guess, yeah, that's what that means. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, I was going to, I read something the other day that makes total sense and further supports my decision to always wear a mask, not only to hide my ugliness, but so stupid. Flu cases are down so fucking low in the United States. They're down from 38 million cases annually to 2,038 cases. And I read it and it said this is not a typo because it's so fucking dramatic because people are actually washing their hands washing their hands not in everyone's face i really believe that having a little distance and you know maybe washing hands more if you didn't before and the masks i i swear i think it's the masks and i was thinking to myself um the other day i was thinking about lonnie my granddaughter she's never been sick and she's a year old and pp is eight months old she's never been sick um I haven't been sick in years. Like, you know, Bunny hasn't been sick in at least a couple years. Like, it's been a long fucking time mm-hmm. since anyone has been sick. And I really, really think it's because of the masks. Mm-hmm. So when they're saying, you know, like people can um, go back to not wearing them soon or whatever. No, I'm still going to wear them. I just think about people talking close to me and spitting on me. Yeah. And I'm like, how did we ever do that before? Yeah. So I just wanted to share that with We're you guys. We're real that's brave. A huge fucking drop, like thirty-eight million to two thousand thirty-eight cases. Like what? That's fucking wild. Yes. yes. Fuck. You want to hear a little uh, medical story? I guess. Yeah, and then I have another medical. So somebody I know, that's a nurse, not my mom. I know a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, had a patient get a blood transfusion. 
Mm-hmm. And immediately after, went into anaphylactic shock, right? Mm-hmm. They were like, why the fuck is this patient going into anaphylactic shock? You know, they look at the chart. The only thing this patient is allergic to is peanuts. So they're investigating right now because they think that the donor of blood mm-hmm. might have eaten, eaten something containing peanuts or peanut oil. A before peanut donating? A few hours before donating blood. So there would be traces in the blood? That's the only thing that they can think of. So... Oh my god. They're investigating doing testing right now to figure out if that's So y'all basically gave them a main line of what they're allergic to. Yeah. Possibly. Isn't that fucking crazy? Damn, like have they never considered that before? I don't know. That that was even a possibility? I don't fucking know. That's kind of scary. Yeah. For people that are allergic to shit. Yeah, and you know I'm not allergic to anything, but if I was, I would be like, yeah, we we got to figure that out before y'all give me somebody's juices and you know peanut allergies be hella bad yeah the people i know that are allergic people to can peanuts, die yeah it's like serious it's not just like a rash or a headache <laughs> like you no die. no your throat oh closes God. and you better have an epi pin that's interesting yeah they i thought so to, too they need to figure that out um so my other medical shit uh so surgery update <laughs> here we go <laughs> Here we fucking go. Remember I said I was going to contact that one that got accused of rape, that (sighs) clinic? Did you do that? I did, but one of the doctors is hella good, and he's not the one that was accused of it, and he also does surgeries at a private practice. So I reached out to him and sent my photos, and he rejected me because of having a previous pulmonary embolism. Really? And He's I was like, surprised. I don't want that risk. Yeah, I was surprised. And I told him, I said, I, I don't have a condition. I only had it because I hadn't, you know, I was in bed for three days or whatever after my C-section and they didn't have me walk, um, which is super important to do. And he still was like, I'm really sorry, love. I can't. And I thought that was really good of him because, you know, there might be some, you know, people tend to think like, oh, anybody in Mexico is going to take your money and do anything. And, you know, he was really fucking thorough in the shit he was asking me and discussing with me. And yeah, I got rejected. So um, I did more research and like the risk of blood clotting is never so much in, I won't say never, but it's not so much in a BBL it, it, as it is in a tummy tuck. And that makes sense because my issue happened when I had a C-section. Mm. So like when you're cut and there's like potential to have a lot of bleeding like that, mm. you know, I don't know if they gave me something to slow it down, which also could have coagulated my blood more. Mm. But um, they say that it's, it tends to happen sometimes with tummy tucks, but yeah. like not really with B- BBLs. Um, anyway, I, had reached out to a few other doctors to get consultations. I think I got approved for the surgeon that I, I really wanted a, a different one in Miami. And so I'm going to discuss dates with them and possibly get it done at the end of this year. But um, another one, I don't know if you guys heard about it, but recently it was in January, but the story broke in April. Some women, one was from California, like Long Beach, and it's actually a friend's like cousin's sister um died in mexico from a tummy tuck and her friend Mm -hmm. met her out there and also she wasn't from california though the friend i think met her out there and they both had the same surgery at the same place she was in like critical condition is that the one where they didn't even have a pulse ox on their fingers bitch yes what type of chop shop is that they had no oxygen 
meter. They had no, you know, blood pressure, heart a, monitor. A pulse ox is like the bare minimum. You could get that damn near on Amazon. Like they my mom has one. They didn't even have that. And and that doctor and contacted me today. He's like, I, you're approved. And he was like, he literally, did, you know, usually they send. Did a, you send him your shit as a joke? No, I did not. But he apparently. So I follow a girl that just got hella shit done. She just got like um, the vaginal tightening surgery in Mexico. She got ribs God removed. Damn. She got like a, a fourth. Ribs removed? Yeah. The the very bottom ones are not really uh, necessary. They don't serve like a lot of function. So you can cosmetic. They said they should share had that done a long time ago. What they do is I think they're floating. They, said, uh... they break them. So they're like floating, but you, you can cinch your waist smaller or whatever. Uh, I feel like this is kind of out of control. A there's bit. a technical name for it, but she did that and she got like her fourth or fifth BBL. She's hella cool though. She answers hella questions. She sent me before and after photos of her pussy because I wanted to see. And it was only $1,500. You for could the see fucking, her whole? Yes, bitch. I'll show you. Why? And um, to see the before and after. Hmm. And I, she was like, if you guys want to see, I can't post it because I'll get flagged. Yeah. But DM me if you want it. So I DM'd her. She sent it to me. She's hella cool. Anyway, she's from like L.A. And mm-hmm. she went to Mexico. This is like her second time going to that clinic. The and, one where they um, died? So he did a previous surgery on her before. A previous BBL. Not this one. And I didn't realize at the time that he's the one that killed them two gir- killed that girl and had her friend fucked up. Oh my god. But um, he's known, he's a popular surgeon for BBL and he's very known for snatching the waists hella fucking small, like, like sculpting with lipo really, really good. Um, And she was talking about that. So I had reached out like um, about booking for this year, if they had any booking for this year, I didn't realize at the time it was that doctor. So when they reach back out to you, they usually have a coordinator hit you or like they'll hit you and they'll have a questionnaire, right? Mm -hmm. For you to fill out very thorough shit. He hit me today and said, just send me photos and I'll send you a price. I was like, blood clots, no problem. I was like, what the fuck? No wonder. Like, and then I find out he's not even a licensed plastic surgeon. And And one of the girls, people, one of the girls, this is fucking awful. One of the girls that was in the hospital, not the one that died, but the other one. No, no, no. There were three. There were three that he fucked up in the same day. One yeah, that's what was I read a Mexican about. resident. Okay. The Mexican resident was in the hospital. She went into septic shock and hella shit. He cinched her waist too small to where she was going into organ failure and kidney failure. It's not her even organs, funny. Her organs were restricted too tight to where it was cutting off blood flow. And she was going into kidney failure. From and I said it's crazy because he's known for making the waist How so do you fucking fix small. That? How do you make it bigger after you've taken? I don't know if she had to have it released, like another surgery to open her up wider now or what. But she, I, I want to say she was in the surgery. I mean, in the hospital for over a month and then had to go back after because she started going into fucking kidney failure. And this is the one that hit me today and was like, send me pictures and I'll send you a price. Didn't ask about any previous anything, not even my age, bitch. He didn't ask me anything. And I'm like, how is he still in fucking business? I read the news stories like yesterday. The negligence and is just appalling. Yes, and they were saying that, that you know, um, government officials were going to get him shut down and shit and like he offered he's like just the kidding family. send me your yes, photos bitch yes and he offered a refund to the family of the girl oh, that died thanks and i'm like yeah that's not sufficient B- like, I, bitch i'm suing you yes 
Yes. And it's scary. It's scary. Like, uh, you know, the laws are different overseas and there's it's not regulated. So there's not like limits on how many leaders they could take out and shit like there is here. Yeah. Fuck That's that. why in Colombia and the DR and shit, they could snatch your way so fucking small and they don't really care what your BMI is because like there's it's not regulated That's such here. A bad thing. There's limits like you have to be under 30 BMI for most surgeons and you have to be under a certain weight. And, you know, your age is a factor mm. and there's a limit on how many leaders they can take. But out of the country there's not it's scary it's fucking scary but i you know i I just wanted to share that stuff with you guys but i'm not going to him and i'm not gonna go out of the country anymore yeah because Um, that's not really a risk i feel like is worth the reward no it's not and what's crazy um so my friend that is like related to the cousin of the one that died or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the friend of her that survived, but was also in the hospital and fucked up the same day. Um, she's sad about like her sister-in-law dying or whatever, but she's like, yeah, I want to get my boobs done. I still want to get like my boobs done. Like it didn't scare her enough that she doesn't want to have any more cosmetic surgery. Like it's a scary thing. Like, uh, you know, they I say I, it becomes addicting. Yeah. There's another woman that that died in the DR and I forget what the surgeon's name was, but uh, someone's post went viral because they were like, he's so good. Even though he had a death, I think it's worth the risk. Wow. I'm not to that point. I'm super not to that point. Like, but it's just crazy. Like people will know a doctor will have deaths and shit and they won't care. They'll, they, they'll people say want still, a certain body shape so bad right so now bad they're willing to will, die. Worth the gamble. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fucking, maybe I speak from a place of bias. I don't have a huge fat ass, but I do have a, a, a large hip to waist ratio. So, but I just feel like going out of the country where there's not regulations is just not fucking worth it. Especially if you're a parent and maybe maybe if you're single and it's just don't give a fuck i think a lot of people just aren't doing the research because i can't fathom knowing that kind of risk and still doing it i don't know knowing that no pulse ox like that's the bare that's the bare fucking minimum like you know those um urgent care trailers and shit that they'll have like at concerts and shit even they have those yes like come on and you're doing plastic surgery and you don't have he that? He was just in there free-balling surgery? And tummy tucks are so serious. Like, especially the ones that go all the way around the waist. They're mm-hmm. cutting your whole fucking body in half. Yeah. And having to stitch that back up. Like, hella blood is being lost. Yes. I can't imagine you not monitoring my heart rate and shit. That's, That's scary. That's fucking yeah. nuts. But um, when I do get surgery again, I'm going to document it more this time than I did the last time. Like, because mm-hmm. I really don't give a fuck now. Like before I was self-conscious and, you know, didn't yeah. really want to, you know, I don't like to post a lot of videos and shit. But this time I will like every step of the way. So you guys could see. Oh, that'll be cool. You know, yeah. And even post like before and afters and shit like yeah. that. I didn't do any of that before. I did I- share all the information I had, but I was not as confident as I am now, you know, yeah. to, to like show you guys more. Yeah, of everything I saw the before and after and years. I'm gonna be really smart of course about it and this is something I've been doing research on for hell along anyway mostly what I'm doing now anyway is gonna be lipo it's gonna be mostly lipo like if I do get any more of a bbl it's not gonna be a lot like to where it would be a full bbl because yeah. I don't need it I just no. need some sculpting basically yeah I'm like no <laughs> fuck no um, your butt is already still big 
One other thing from my birthday that I thought was super interesting. Um, I was thinking about Steve a lot and I had made myself hella sad and I checked my email the same day and it said a new, um, a new like comment has been left on his online obituary the day that I was getting sad and hella thinking about him. And so I went and I just was reading all of them that like the people had put Mm -hmm. and it was just really crazy, but it's just weird that I got that notification the day that I was hella sad thinking about him. And yeah, I just, I was like, that's him. Like he did that. Like, you know, he was like, Hey, like, don't forget me. Yeah. Never. Yeah. I thought about him a lot the other day. Oh, he's so goddamn funny. Yeah. Um, did you watch anything? I did. I watched what well, it's on Hulu. It's called the state of Texas versus Melissa. Mm-hmm. It's a case of a woman who got the death penalty for like the death of her daughter. It's like a child abuse case. Basically. It reminded me a lot of the Gabriel. Fernandez. Oh my God. But like, that's what I thought this kind of was when I started it. But mm-hmm. as you watch it, it's like maybe two hours long or a little under two hours as you watch it you start to realize wait a minute like she might not be guilty and oh. then the more you watch it you're like wait they were just trying to like make an example of this case and like you know politics were involved so and did she abuse her child i don't believe she did I don't believe she did. And it's like super good to watch because um, I'm curious what other people think. So she's on death row. She's on death row damn. and she's been on death row for 12 years. And, you know, Texas don't play. They'll damn Fuck near kill her no. tomorrow. They they don't keep you on death row hella long like they do here. They just made that new abortion law. Yeah, that's sick. They're fucking but gross. I, I was telling Mona to watch this, too, because it's just it's really crazy how fast you know my mind changed when I started to watch her family and like her kids and you just gotta watch it it's really good it's on Hulu damn okay um one other thing what else was I gonna say I have kind of an inappropriate story that came to my mind the other day I watched so the only thing I watched (laughs) was I watched the ultimate warrior documentary on A&E and I had been waiting to watch it it just came out yeah, I didn't even know they had one. I was able to watch it um, on my Fire Stick. I bought it. It was like two ninety nine. Of course, you did. You know, Ultimate Warrior and wrestling was like my childhood, right? And so, at the beginning, I'm watching it, and I felt the same exact excitement I felt as a little kid watching the Ultimate Your Warrior heart started wrestle. Racing. I just had a big smile on my face when it was showing us matches and shit. And mm-hmm. I just immediately went back to being a child and I was thinking about it. And my brothers and I were so into wrestling. And I think as corny as it sounds, it provided this escape for these little traumatized children. We were where we could just immerse ourselves in something and not have to worry about the shit we couldn't control. Definitely. You know? Yeah. Um, it was our happy place for sure. Mm-hmm. And so I'm watching it and then it goes into his real name is Jim Helwig and it goes into how um, he had his own little trauma from his childhood and his dad left and it goes into how it left him with insecurities and blah, blah, blah. His whole little path to becoming the ultimate warrior. Mm-hmm. And it makes you realize fucking Vince McMahon's a cocksucker. But then 
after he is man he's a fucking prick he but was like the announcer vince mcmahon is like the owner of the of the fe- of the wwf wwe his okay, dad okay. W- originally was and then him okay um he's a motherfucker but <clears throat> jim helwig after he leaves the role of ultimate warrior and gets fired from the wwf and goes into his own life mm-hmm. is such a piece of shit fucking guy i had no idea i didn't either i i, I, I mean i kind of associate all them guys with like being cokehead problematic probably drunk wild guys you know like probably not i don't mind the coke or the drunk wild guys but but usually those type of people I don't know if I'm explaining it right. They don't have the best politics or they so don't that's have... that's what I was going to say. Yeah. So to me, like, that doesn't really surprise me. At one point, he like, gets... Like, trashy Florida people, kind of, I think. Yes. Of. He gets very involved uh, with listening to conservative radio. And it's weird. His wife said it came out of nowhere. But I don't feel like it came out of nowhere. I, I bet it, it progressed over time. Mm-hmm. And you definitely saw the switch. But he calls himself a conservative. But... And he starts writing this blog and he's talking, he's defending himself being prejudiced. And he writes shit like one American life is worth all the Iraqi lives. And he writes, um, he says he does this. He gives a speech at a college. And in that speech, he says something like queering doesn't make the world go round or something like (laughs) that. Motherfucker. He was just like a horrible fucking God piece of damn shit. It. And it really destroyed everything at that point for me. I was like, why? You're watching it and you start crying. I fucking cried a few times during <gasps> the documentary. You did? Not because he was a piece of shit. Well, I-, I cried for a few reasons, but it made me feel really fucking angry. Like, you're such a loser, dude. So I'm in some Ultimate Warrior groups on Facebook. Don't fucking judge me. This is before the fucking documentary. <laughs> Fuck fucking all of dork. you. You're so such a dork. I'm fucking true white trash I'm to the core. I'm in Ultimate Warrior groups, and I'm like, you guys never told me. Fuck. <laughs> so of course there's hella fucking bros that are hella mad about the A and E doc because they're, they're like, like saying he, they painted him wrong. Yes. Fuck that. Yes. You can't be painted wrong if you're not wrong. The best part is these motherfuckers paint their faces like the ultimate warrior used to do in hot pink and lime green and they channel air quote their inner warrior first of all let's just acknowledge let me find out you got a photo somewhere let me just with a painted face fuck no uh (laughs) maybe as a kid but (laughs) i just need to acknowledge now that the the ultimate warrior character would never work today because it's so cringe and appropriative and just yeah fucked up right Yeah, yeah um but these dudes will paint their face and channel their inner warrior. I'm getting fucking embarrassed. And dress up and take photos and they go out in public like this. And they're really angry that um that because he was just a conservative and so he's being they painted him in a bad yes railroaded yes i'm getting fucking embarrassed and you know i kind of was getting into it with some of them i you know i I left a few of the groups i left them because i was like like, this is a group i'm not in i'm not this kind of warrior i'm not i was a 1980s i didn't sign up for this shit yes early 90s ultimate warrior lover oh absolutely not but it's very interesting there's an if you 
you've ever loved wrestling, there's an, I did. There's an episode coming out at the end of the week. It's called The Dark Side of the Ring, and they profiled the Ultimate Warrior on this one. So I want to watch it. I was it. into 80s wrestling, like yes. Dusty Rhodes and fucking yes. ravishing, Man, ravishing Rick, Rick Rude, Rude made me horny. Yeah, and like, you, did you know, say that. all that shit. Like, I was, because my dad would make me watch it when I went to his house on the weekend. It really was so good. It was me and my dad bonded over that. Yes. Like, that was really all I watched. Coco Beware. Every weekend when I went to his house, I would have to fucking, you know, we that was our thing. Yes, I went to wrestling matches. I saw the Ultimate Warrior fight Macho Man Randy Savage in March of 91 at the Cow Palace. Bitch, and you're in groups and I held, as a grown woman. And I left them because, well, I was in groups to see the merch that people had because people have saved hella merch yeah. over the years. But once I saw the, the face Who painting was and, and the spray painted custom jean outfits they have short ash i was like i don't think this is where i belong (laughs) i'm not this fucking trashy like oh oh my fucking god all right well let me i have a confession now i'm pissed because the other day in fucking uh it was before i went on my trip i bought you an ultimate warrior shirt and it's shut a, up and it's a cool ass shirt and i was like oh my god and there was only one and i was with the girls and i was like i have to get this for auntie crystal because there's only one so in my head it's meant to be right i feel like the ultimate warrior is not jim helwick so, how fucked up is that yeah but you, you can separate the art from the artist i'll just be like this is 1980 so i bought the fucking shirt i keep forgetting to bring it I here for the second it. week now and i'm like now i'm hearing all this like you're gonna throw it away or you're not gonna no wear it. no 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 i'll still keep it all right i'll totally still keep. i still have all my ultimate warrior shit somewhere yeah it was just so disappointing it's to nostalgic. learn that that's who he turned into yeah you know yeah. just they do uh touch on the fucking steroid um remember when it hit the wwf mm-hmm. in like i want to say the early 90s they go over that just yeah. a little bit but fucking that's crazy i know it was so disappointing i was like you ruined me yeah (laughs) you ruined my life you ruined my childhood now it's not shocking though you know what i mean it's fucked up but it's not shocking um so you cut me off when i was about to tell my inappropriate story is that for me not to tell it is that you telling me not to tell it no that was uh me just saying what i watched okay okay so should i tell it let's put a disclaimer on it i was a bad person <laughs> i don't even know what's gonna come out of her mouth you guys and i'm just letting you guys so know i don't that. want anybody else to be responsible for this but me if you if you have any kind of feelings about it um do it, not come to the hello dysfunction dm you go don't because to she, hers yeah because it's not for her to have to explain you know what i mean this is me and my ridiculousness but i mean it's not that bad to me Correct me if I'm wrong, but I was the I'm other over night. here clenching my butthole, dude, because I never fucking know. These are my own personal stories that I'm sharing with you guys. I'm not proud of it. I don't think it's funny anymore, really, but it's just ridiculous. It's just an example of how ridiculous I was. Before you mention it really quick, let me just say that we got a few reviews and people have said, Um, that they can see our growth and they really love this is multiple people they really love that we have grown into the message we are trying to spread okay 
So that's really awesome. We do recognize and acknowledge like our problems in the past. Yes. I feel like I'm never trying to make excuses for shit. Right. I'm never trying to explain away no shit that right. people, you know, because there's growth. De- growth definitely happened. Sure. And like I cringe looking at the person I was five years ago. I cringe at the crystal that listened to talk radio at 22. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely been growth. Yes. So thank you for those of you that have acknowledged it and recognized that in us. Um, I was watching soft white underbelly the other night and the woman I was watching something about her mannerisms or something immediately made me think of someone in my neighborhood when I was a kid and it unlocked a fucking memory. And I started laughing to myself and I was like, bitch, you have been a problem your whole fucking life. Oh god. Like it's truly genetic. Like I wasn't taught this. I it just came from my dad, I think. Like I <gasps> through your soul. Yes, you're truly a heathen. Like it's crazy. So when I was a kid, I want to say I was fucking, I was young. I was probably like And 10. you forgot about this till now? Totally forgot this person even existed. Oh my God. I was like 10 or something when this happened, but there was a lady in the neighborhood that lived like on the street behind me. Mm-hmm. She was a grown woman, but she was like slow. Mm-hmm. And she used to walk around the neighborhood all the time. And like she lived with her parents, but like she would come and talk to the kids in the neighborhood or whatever sometimes. And I, mm-hmm. her name was Robin. I can, I, she had a perm. Like I remember her hair and her jacket and the everything. 80s perm. Yes. And she wore like this, uh, like gray, like almost like a, a London fog jacket. Mm-hmm. It was very 80s. And she would just be walking around all the time. Now that I'm a, an adult, um, I think she might've been hoeing because there were times when she was like getting in cars with strangers and having them buy her beer and shit. Mm. And that they would always like drop her off down the street from her house. And it was like little weird shit going on. Yeah. So like now in hindsight, I'm like, I think Robin was hoeing on the low. Right. right. There were times that like, you know, she knew all our names in the neighborhood, all the kids and shit. And she would pull up on us and like we would roast her. And like sometimes I would try to make her mad on purpose because when she got mad. Shocking. She <laughs> she would I'm start so screaming shocked. and shaking kind of. And she would like start fucking like getting really worked up basically. And I would like cry laughing. Like Carolyn then, when she starts punching yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And so I would like try to bring that reaction out of her on so purpose. So you could get a good laugh. So I could get a belly laugh and then be like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Calm down. You are. So how I did this, I don't know. I have said before, I know I am a manipulator. I know I'm very persuasive. Um, But this happened many times and I don't know why anyone didn't stop me or be like, stop doing that. That's wrong. Great. (laughs) For some reason outside, I got Robin to show us her pussy hella different times this is not as bad as i thought it was thank god because i thought it was gonna be so i much mean worse. it's not cool like she was special needs it's and not i was like robin like all i probably like i don't i gave her something or maybe told her the time or like something in order to get her to do this but i had her wow. do it hella times and show us and i remember crying laughing and because it had hair it had hella hair on it and i remember crying laughing and being like okay you got to show him you got to show him you got to show him and then the she neighborhood would, kid she would fucking do it and then we'd be like okay all right all right bye no and wonder then- your brain blocked this <laughs> So she would 
eventually go home and then like later on if if i wanted something from her or something i'd be like i'm gonna go tell your mom you showed us your pussy all them times if you don't like buy you me some did candy. to her what i did to the neighborhood <laughs> boys with their wieners Oh so my I God! I saw this. This the way the lady on Soft White Underbelly held her mouth or something was like you were like Robin's. Pussy. I was like Robin unlocked in my memory, and I was like I. I still remember her acid wash jeans a couple times. I still remember her having to take hella long to unbutton because there were seventy two buttons on those bitch, and her show us her pussy hella times, and it was like a regular thing. I would make her come and do it. Robin was drunk. <laughs> not making good choices listening to me like a nine-year-old <laughs> who would die laughing a bossy and then, little like, brat call her names and try to get her riled up because she would shake and like you're yeah. lucky she didn't beat your ass <laughs> so she's lucky bitch because i would have told my dad oh, and he God. wouldn't have cared he wouldn't have cared what disability she had but i oh. just i fucking know like you were a little bitch yes you, and and no one else was like hey i just remember me being the i was always the ringleader and i was always the one with the funny ideas and i just remember no one else asked for that oh yeah no one in the neighborhood <laughs> told me not to manipulate the boys into showing their wiener so i could go that's, tell on them we, that's why we get along it was meant to be sexual no deviance one, no one else was asking for that though like it was all me that was my idea i kept it going i made it a regular thing nobody else was like make robin show us her you're pussy. like it's friday it's robin time yep robin's gonna be out soon watch this <laughs> oh your cousin's spending the night so they're in town watch this they're about to get a good laugh now because here comes robin she's walking to the liquor store <laughs> i'm about to tell her come here why were we obsessed with people's genitals? Why? Why? To, the, to this day, even. Like, why? You want to see everybody's <laughs> genitals. And I'm going to threaten to tell. Mark calls me a crotch watcher because yes. I look at everybody's crotch. Everyone. I even look at our kids. And like, everybody's. if our kids have a camel toe yes. or something, I'm looking like, you better fucking tuck that. Yes. It's horrible. It's a problem. It's a fucking problem. Are we, do other people do that? Dude, I don't know, but I'm like, what happened to Robin? Is she still alive? And she, does she still live around the corner from she, my grandma's house? And does she hate you? Does she remember flashing her pussy to fucking 10-year-olds? Oh, my God. Every time she went to walk to the liquor store. To meet her boyfriend. And me making her shake and cry sometimes because I would, like, pick at her. Oh, you're a dick. What a bitch. My karma has whooped my ass for all that shit, though. Oh, for sure. We're, we're even now. We're definitely even. For sure that's why you guys raise your fucking kids raise be present in your kids life fucking present those kind of kids are what happens when you're not there yep when you're not there and you're negligent and you're fucking living your life and letting your kids roam free that's how they turn out yeah honestly yep it's so it really is fucking true bullying the fucking neighborhood lady you went one way and i went the other way yeah sexually fucking both of us were on the sexual deviant path but you were the bully and i was the fucking peacemaker who was fucking scared of people raising their voices but that is what happens when you don't raise your fucking kids they just do whatever wild thing they think of (laughs) and then you threaten like to report them for it like but it was all you the whole time at least you was with kids I'm telling the adult to show us her grown pussy and I'm going to tell and your mom. And the 15-year-old at nine you're making out with. 
and she's doing it. What type of powers do you possess? I did made her take her shirt off and everything. Like, yeah, what? Why are you letting me do this? What the fuck? You, oh my God, you really were baby Jimbo. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't so cancel us I just, for old Don't fault baby me for that. Potifria. I learned. Yeah, I learned. But, but just fuck. I'm sorry, Robin. That's called damaged child. <laughs> Sure. I was just like, what was I thinking? I was like in my room, PP was asleep, and I was hella laughing. And I was like, why was I doing that? And I remember saying it looked like a hamster and hella shit. Like, why was I doing that? <laughs> why was I fucking doing I'm scared that? to even say anything. I know. <laughs> oh my God. I know. All right. That's my confession for this week. Do we have anything? Um, let's do some. I have some write ins. Do you? Uh, yeah. Open have, your eyes and change the a... subject. <laughs> I'm not sharing anything I'm over here else. sweating. I'm not sharing no. anything else with you guys. Um, no, no, no. These, you know, they're old fucking stories. Yeah. At least you're honest. I am. And I know that's fucked up. Yeah. I'm not, not like, ha, it. it was funny. So what? I'm not like that. I'm like, that no. was fucked. Why was I doing that to her? Right. And why did nobody fucking say Yeah. Anything? And why did everybody go along with anything I thought of? Because they were probably all scared of you. Fucking assholes. Um, I have a bunch of birthdays over here. Um, really quick. Um, a listener wrote to us from a couple episodes ago and said hi ladies I just want to give y'all a big ass thank you I was listening to one of your recent episodes and heard a listener write in about resources for opioid overdoses in the East Bay I forget the person's name who wrote in but shout out to them for writing in me and my friends run a small community organization in San Lorenzo and we serve the houseless community here we've been looking for affordable Narcan for months now and had no look but thanks to y'all, I was able to get two kits for free at a San Leandro hospital. I'm hella grateful for both of you and the important ass info you share. Um, and then she said, you know, here's our info. Um, That's I, awesome. I just finished binge listening your show. And now I'm sad because I have to wait for new episodes to drop. Thank Aww. you so much. Thank you for listening. And that's great. I'm glad that we're able to kind of fit together, you know yeah uh, and make those available because from what i know they're free and i you know definitely i get my prescriptions and shit through the county and there's been times when i have picked up clonopin and shit when i had which is a controlled substance Mm -hmm. or whatever when i had that prescription still and they would give them to me they would like throw them in at the pharmacy they would throw them in um no charge that was at a walgreens so like um it's serious especially with all the fentanyl and shit that's around we should find out like other places to make that shit available and thank you for doing your work with the houseless community yeah we need more of that that's great for sure you want Um, me to start this birthday or you want to start birthday i'm gonna do one okay um okay where do i even start i've been following potafria since i was 17 on twitter and now i'm turning 27 This show has been everything I never knew I needed, and I speak for many others when I say you women don't understand how appreciated and loved you are. 
you inspire me, you make me feel more, quote, normal, because y'all's fucked up past are so relatable. I listen to y'all on the daily and have re-listened to episodes going on three times now. I love you. I've been doing therapy on better help since January. Yeah. And for the first time in my life, I'm medicated and I'm so happy. I'm really carrying you two on my journey. Mm. Pat, your hustle, don't take shit from nobody attitude and Crystal Barbie, LOL. Your compassion, confidence, and level-headedness are just a few of the things I love about y'all and how hope to implement in my own life. My birthday is May 29th, mm-hmm. a Gemini. A Gemini. And I'm having a wild-ass pool party in Houston. 90s themed. Love it. Go as the ultimate warrior. Oh, my God. Um, Not Jim Hellwig. <laughs> water balloon fight, barbecue, 90s bubble heart photo booth backdrop. Oh, my God. Bad bitches galore. I even made goodie bags and ordered a <gasps> Scooby-Doo cake with I my childish it. ass. Why does this sound so fun? This is great. In a perfect world, y'all would live closer and come through so I could hug y'all and tell y'all how beautiful y'all are. Thank you for everything. You bitches are the motherfucking shit. Chris. Hurricane Chris on IG. Thank you so much. What a great fucking message. And happy birthday and have a wonderful party. That sounds like a fun party. I wish I could fucking go. Yes. I'm jealous. I love it. I love that. Happy birthday. Um this one says I'd love to give a birthday shout out to one of my very best friends and favorite Gemini, Kylie. We met on Instagram in 2012. You meet all the best people online, right, Mm -hmm. Crystal? Sure. And since then, we have partied in NYC, skinny dipped at the Jersey Shore. I'm jealous. Attended SXSW more times than I can count. South by Southwest, not S. Thank you. Because I had no fucking clue what it was. (laughs) South by Southwest is hella fun. It's in Austin. Okay. Um, Almost been arrested, laughed, cried, and laughed some more. Kylie at Tell Your Dog I Said Hi. I love that fucking Instagram name. Is the most compassionate and caring person that I know. Her heart is big. She loves hard and has the best smile. No, like seriously, it is stunning. Since she moved to Hawaii, we haven't been able to see each other as much as we used to. So we use Hello Dysfunction as a way to bond. It has brought us closer together and I'm so thankful for that. Happy birthday, beautiful. I can't wait to see you next. Enjoy your day on the 28th. Love, Gabrielle. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Kylie. That was I cute. love that little friendship. That's sweet. Um, so this one, a uh, birthday shout out for Gemini Gabby. Hi, ladies. First off, sending a belated. Okay, this is in French. Um, I'm going to say joyeux anniversary. <laughs> Go Pepe Le Pew. Is this to the OG original Gemini Miss Patafria? Yes, I wrote it in French because I want to hear either of you say it. Thank God it wasn't me. They put a winking face. I really hate the French language. FYI. Yeah, I hate it. I hate the way it sounds. You know how some people hate the way German sounds? I hate the way French sounds. Yeah, girl. The whole throat throatiness of it. I don't like it. Yeah, growing up, my cousin, uh, her mom's from Germany and my cousin is bilingual. And I used to make her count to 10 when we were kids because it would be like, hush, hush, I love hush. German. Oh, God. But I don't, I don't love French. Okay, anyway, I wanted to send a birthday shout out to my daughter, Gabrielle. I make her listen to some parts of the podcast and she knows how much I think you two are just the coolest. Mm. Her birthday is May 30th and she's turning 10. (gasps) 
Happy birthday, baby. She's such an awesome, creative, smart, headstrong girl with the biggest heart, and I'm so lucky to be her mom. From day one listener till forever, Catherine, a.k.a. Hairspray Mafia, from Montreal, Canada. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to your baby, and that's so cool. I love that. And there was a cat in our background. I'm trying to hear if one of my cats got out. Oh, no. Better not be Pammy. Okay. I have another birthday shout out. Not sure if y'all will see this, but I thought I'd try. Hi, I'm Bunny. Yes, that's my name. (laughs) I've been listening to the show since the start of COVID. Is this my daughter? Right. Y'all saved me so much this year. I listened to every episode at least twice. Since I've been hearing others do it, I thought, fuck it. I should too. It's my 30th birthday. Please say my age because I'm so fucking proud of it. Mm. On the 29th. I've lost so much in life, and this year, my mom died of lung cancer at 60 years old at the start of COVID. I've been going through it alone and well with y'all. Thank y'all so much for being there this year. Y'all have brought me back to the badass bitch I knew I could be. Here's to 30, you fine-ass bitch. Get them coins, shake that fat ass, and let these motherfuckers have it. Yes, happy birthday. Happy birthday, birthday, Bunny. And we're so sorry about your mom. God damn, that fucking hurt my heart, man. I couldn't imagine. We hope you have a great birthday. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I have one. Okay. It's their 30th also. Um, Hey to my favorite podcast ladies ever who feel like my best friends. I'm writing in for a birthday shout out for myself. My 30th birthday is June 2nd and the only person I personally know that listens is my boyfriend and he ain't writing in for my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) LOL. So I'm going to do it myself. Potterfria reminds me of myself for birthdays. I get so excited for my birthday and expect everyone to be as excited Mm. as I am. Girl, say that because that's me. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing this for myself, especially since it's my dirty 30. Thanks for being amazing women to listen to. You guys crack me up and I can't imagine my weeks without you. Thanks, Sam. Happy birthday, Sam. Happy birthday. And can I just point out that only one friend this year texted me at midnight, even after I fucking told y'all that I'd be wanting to get text at midnight the night before. I'm sorry, I'm I was sleeping. Only one friend, Brian, did it. And I was like, wow, thank you for thank you, Brian, for telling me you're the only one that did it. This you're year. the real MVP. Brian. Mm-hmm. She's looking me dead in my eyes. <laughs> she burning, knows I go to bed at 930. <laughs> yep. That's the only one I got. <laughs> But I love you. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> do you have another <laughs> moving moving on now? Do you have another write in or because um, I have one that I wanted to read that was not in any way written to us, but it was in my email and I just wanted to read it because it was interesting. Oh, OK. I have two more birthdays. All right. Um, hi, I listen to your show and I love it. Thank you both for sharing your experiences with me. My friend and I have both been saying we're going to shout each other out and I wanted to be the first. So I was hoping you can give my friend a very special shout out because her birthday is on Friday. Yes. Her name is sorry, but you can say Sarita. She introduced me to your beautiful souls and I want to say that I love you. You have been the best friend to me and I can never ask for a funnier person to be my pick. That's so sweet. You're genuine and always making those around you happy. You're an amazing woman, artist, and friend. I hope you have a wonderful, fantastic day. Love, TT. Sweet. Happy birthday. And that was so sweet for your friend. Okay, I have one more. Hi, ladies. I was wondering if I could give myself a birthday shout-out, which is today, 524. That's my ex-husband's birthday. Is it? Yeah. 
because I feel like I'm finally deserving of all the things great that this universe has to offer. It's taken me a long time to get here. Let's just say I was in the same class as Will, Crystal's brother, who was always an amazing dude, by the way, and that seems to not have changed. You both have answered questions and given me advice that I would never even ask my closest people. For that, I am so grateful. I'm so appreciative for your podcast. It has gotten me through some really dark, traumatic experiences that left me broken from traumatic betrayal. Thank you both so much, and I'm honored to be a fellow Gemini along with my Gemini queen, Pat. Yes. With so much love and respect, Lori May. I love it. Happy fucking Happy birthday, fucking Lori birthday. May. That was sweet. Yes, we hope you have the greatest. Um, That's all I got. So this wasn't, like, written to me. Remember I told... <laughs> Remember I said Who'd before, you steal this no, from? remember I said before I had the next door app, which is kind of yes. like the citizen app, but like people be writing on there about like local crazy shit or just yeah. anything local really. So I got this, um, notification today and it says Concord shooting today at Sun Valley mall. <laughs> this is, what? I'm sorry. This and is you're not, laughing because this but doesn't wait, why go, are you laughing? because this doesn't go with what we're talking about, uh, oh. but it's not Happy really a birthday. Birth- there's a shooting. <laughs> This I'm is sorry, dysfunction. I just wanted to share it because I was like, I love what it. the fuck? Concord shooting today at Sun Valley Mall. Today we experienced something scary with my family as we were walking out of Sun Valley Mall. We came out the mall and we seen a white Jeep idling and a male in his hoodie with his hoodie on on his phone and a few seconds later as we were about to get in the car the jeep opened fire in broad daylight with people everywhere and kids me and my family took cover as the jeep took off still shooting when we got up i seen a male on the ground what is this world coming to now i was scared for my kids because if we would have walked a few seconds before we would have been caught in the middle of the gunshots i hope surveillance cameras catch this guy we be at that mall all the time. That's our mall that we go to. Can y'all not do that? Like in broad daylight with kids and Fuck all kind people's of people's families and lives. What is going? I read this and my mouth dropped and I was like, I read it at the break and I was like, what the fuck is going on in broad daylight? What where, is so serious that yeah, you need to do that? You better catch them at home or something. You don't fucking do that at the mall. Why do we not care about hurting innocent people? <sighs> There's a lot of that in the Bay Area. People accidentally killing kids and shit when they're trying to get somebody else. How about just don't? Like, just don't. Just don't shoot at anybody. Yeah. I don't their like ass this. old school. Yeah. Can Please. you fight? Can any of y'all fight anymore? Because I'm starting I to think it. no. It's giving You're no. You're all pussies. Yeah. It's giving big pussy energy. Wow. I don't like it. And I thought that was fucking ridiculous. That makes me really sad because that's the mall the kids be asking to go to. And yes. sometimes I let them go in by themselves and I sit outside because, you know, they're little teenagers and they want to. But then that. Yeah. Fuck that. Not no more. Yeah. Now I'm like, put on your bulletproof vest and mommy's walking with you. Yeah. We're going to go together. God damn. That sucks because we used to get dropped off at the mall for the whole fucking day at Hilltop and hang Hours. out. Literally a whole, like someone's whole work shift. We would be at the mall with them. That was our Friday or weekend plan. Yes. To fucking meet boys or whoever and be at and possibly stealing and be and at the mall. Eat, yeah. To steal, meet boys and eat stuff. Yes. And our kids don't get to experience that. Yeah. That's fucked up. You know, it's funny. Anytime they go in a store, I give them a lecture about shoplifting because I know they're at the age where they might fucking try some shit. And I always. What do you do? You tell them don't? 
yes, I tell them I'm going to let you go to juvenile hall if you get caught stealing. Don't you no, fucking. No, you won't, you liar. No, you would not. Well, they don't need to know that. Meanwhile, I'm over here like, Bunny, you better learn how to steal because you'd be asking for way too much shit. Wow. Remember when Naya and remember when they <laughs> yes. did that shit to Stevie and they put that shit in her bag yes. and my poor baby was crying? She yes. was devastated. they set her up. She ain't built like the fucking Naya. Well, them bitches better learn how to steal because no. I'm tired of being asked to buy no. $15 lip glosses and shit. I'm not paying fucking $1,000 fines. All I'm going to do is be like, oh my God, I can't believe this, Bunny. You're in so much trouble. Wait, <laughs> that's what my friend's mom used to do that's growing gonna up. That's going to be me. She fucking literally took us to shoplifting school took us in nordstrom one of my friends broke moms it. taught me how to steal yeah. taught me how to switch price tags her mom was like the major scammer she broke it down what to do how to do it my mom had nobody in my family had any clue that that's why i always wanted to go to their house well well obviously they're my friend but uh every weekend it was go to nordstrom in fucking corda madera <laughs> We got caught one time. She sent y'all to go on runs on missions. Yes. And then she would tell us how to pick up an item, take it directly to customer service, and get it refunded for cash. Shady motherfucking bitch would take all the cash. And make you do the work. Yeah, so I got hip to it and would pocket some money before I gave her the main haul. Um, what? Was we, drugs a factor? I don't know. Because this sounds like some drug behavior. She had heavy ass depression. But... Sounds like possibly a habit drugs was being too, supported. for sure. Yeah. Um. One time we got caught. This was at uh Macy's in Corte Madera. Did she come in and say, "Well, I never. How dare you?" She was like, "I'm so angry. I'm calling your mother." We get in the car and she's dying laughing. That's like my dad. Yeah. When my dad came and got me, you were getting cussed out, and my dad was like, "Don't get caught. No Next time, let me tell you how to not fucking get caught." No. And got mad at me and and like made fun of me for getting caught. He was like, "You loser." Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Nona had me pulled over on the side of Highway 80 <laughs> with a belt in her hand and was like, I'll fucking drop you off right here, you little motherfucker. And my dad was like, did you eat? Do you Are you want hungry? Do you want McDonald's or Taco Bell? Did uh, you eat? I wanted to get out of the van yes. on the side of Highway 80. I was 80. like, fuck that. Call my dad. Call. I knew who to, who to call. Call my dad. You're like, I'm not going with Donna. No, nope. I'm, I'm not calling Sherry. So call my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting taken to get food See, and taught what to do right next time. When my dad wasn't in prison, one time I got caught smoking weed. It was during a high school football game and uh, we were sitting in a car outside the, I almost said the ring. What is it? The football field. Yeah. Um, and a cop pulled up on us. There were five, four or five of us in that car. We got brought into the school office. The cops called all our parents and I was like, call billy because fucking he had a phone and they called billy that would have been the perfect person it was fucking great he's, he's cracking jokes cracking he's asking jokes. if you have any more exactly what happened <laughs> crack yes. jokes asked if there was any more was like chris don't get caught man dumbass yeah what were he's you like thinking? don't get caught oh i wish i always could have called billy when i was in trouble but you know yeah there's no My phones in prison yeah, when it came to, like, getting in trouble Yeah, because I never got in trouble. Suspended, expelled, any of that. Fights. He was not tripping at all. He was like, are you good? Like, all right, where you want to go? Yeah. Are I'd, you coming to my house? Are you going home? Do you need? Did you eat? Do you need some money? I had a friend in high school who, uh, when she got caught fighting, the only thing her dad would ask is, did you win? Yeah, that was his first question. And he was like, if you don't, you, you'll get your ass whooped for not winning. That was like a talk. You're in trouble if you lose. Yeah. Or if you get scared and don't fight or some shit. Yes. Yeah. Kids don't um, have like learned that same those same lessons. 
not that they're good lessons, but like to I'm fight, like, definitely. Because I would rather my kids, if I found out that my kids I have were told the, type, the kids, I'd rather you defend yourself and get beat up than definitely. Than run. I tell my kids, you better swing first. Because, Bunny, I don't know if you could fight. And I'd be a little worried about it. So you better swing first. That way, at least nobody could call you a punk. Even if you do lose, you got off first. But I feel like if I found out one of my kids was one of these people pulling out guns and shooting at people... I would be ashamed. Disgusted. Like, you can't. You're a bitch. You're out here. What? Why didn't you fight? I just want them. You're to... shaming the family. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't that, like that. You're doing punk shit. Yeah. That's how, like you're a coward. Definitely. You were scared to run them hands. That's what I look at it as. Yeah. I just want the girls to be able to defend themselves if they ever are in some shit. Mm-hmm. I, I never want them looking for shit, you know? Yeah. Or, yeah. Don't start the shit. Fuck but no. Definitely finish it. If somebody brings it to you. Yeah. That gun shit is fucking bitch shit, dude. That like, and jumping people. I'm, I don't ugh, support that. Fuck. You no. can't fight. If you got to jump people, period. No. you just, you can't fight. You had no chance of doing it on your own. That's big fucking loser energy for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys. Okay, I'm going bowling tonight, so let me get out of here. Strike. <laughs> do you like do you I, do you like to bowl? I do like to bowl. And I I do better if I have like a drink in me. So Are we'll you good see. at it? I used to be. The last time I tried I wasn't, but I used to be sometimes. My brother's bowled league for hella years. <clears throat> Richard actually bowled league up until COVID. I mean for years. He's really, really fucking good. My grandparents were on He's a went to tournaments team. and they shit. Had shirts. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I wonder if anybody kept their shirts. I love that. I think my cat got out, dude. All right, you guys. That's it. Suck it easy. Go to bed.